Welcome to the Planescape, where good and evil clash, where law and order maintain their delicate balance, the battleground for gods and monsters. Many heroes have written their legends in the stars of the Astral Sea, but these are not their stories. The Per Aspera and her crew, Kiana, Finbar, Virla, and Danny, may not be the stuff of legends yet, but they're definitely rolling with difficulty. Hello, and welcome to our little planes hopping D&D campaign, folks. My name is Austin, your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, and as always, I am joined by my wizards wishing for the wisdom of the Watcher of the Weave. Say hello, everyone. <laughs> hey, guys, Yo. how's it going? What could possibly if there are dice, I will roll them. Hey, hey. <laughs> welcome back to Season 3 of Rolling with Difficulty, the adventures mm -hmm. of the crew of the Paraspora. We're so excited yeah. to get me back. Uh, I definitely do not have a huge knot in my stomach uh, that has been slowly <laughs> encroaching on me over the course of a couple weeks. I hope everyone else feels similarly energized and excited. Before we get into all the good stuff, uh, I do have to throw it over to for some announcements. So, over to Sophia. And uh, much Don't. like... My home team, the Phillies, letting me down in the World Series this year. I'm going to drop the ball on that one. But you know what? Go Fightins. I don't care. We we got spirit. And shout out to the guy who ate an entire rotisserie chicken in Philly like the day after we lost the World Series. That was really the spirit of the state coming through. But that is not relevant 40 to this podcast. Times. 40 times. It was the 40th one. But we do not have time yeah. to talk about that because we are here instead to talk about rolling with difficulty and all of our recent developments, of which there are many. Because with the launch of season three, we have a few exciting new places for you to engage with the rolling with difficulty community and cast established. So we are really thrilled to announce that if you have not already seen it we have a rolling with difficulty discord and a new rolling with difficulty patreon uh both of these woo, 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 crazy nuts <laughs> amazing um both of these places are for you guys to engage with other members of the rolling with difficulty community uh and the patreon is a great way to help support the show help us keep the adventures coming at you we've got really cool exclusives on there uh lots of little behind the scenes bits and just it's a nice way to uh help the Paraspora stay in one piece and not falling apart because as the resident um, mechanic of the crew, I do have to remind everyone that it is in desperate need of repair constantly. So please, for the love of God, help us keep our ship from breaking down in the middle of the Astral Sea. Uh, and thank you to everyone who has been involved in the Discord and uh, now on the Patreon. You guys are amazing. We really love the uh, community that has formed around the show. We really appreciate you guys. Uh, every time someone tweets fan art of Danny at me and chooses which color Danny they would like it to be, my heart grows three sizes bigger. But uh, It's huge at this point, a massive extended heart. Yeah. Finding a, an apartment to rent with a heart like oh, this God. is nuts. Um, <laughs> we have to keep getting bigger uh, x-ray measuring devices to show it. Well, it and actually it busting busting through. through each of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, my dog dressed as the reindeer was really concerned for me. But uh, <laughs> it's just a topical and relevant thing. We're recording this before the holidays, and that's going to be topical and relevant when this episode releases in January. But... Oh, well, uh, we'll have Christmas by that point, and New Year's. Keep Christmas in your heart all year long, Noir. But yeah, thank Some you guys. Some are Jewish. Uh, so <laughs> 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 this train wreck is off the rails. If you, if you want to check all that fun stuff out, it's linked in the show notes below. And uh, just a once a season reminder that we do also have a merch store if you're looking to support the podcast. We've got really cool uh, character art stickers on there travel posters to the planescape drawn by our very own red um, just a lot of really neat products so if you want to like show your love for the pod uh, help 
Plug's character art become our best-selling product, then you can check out the merch store also linked in the show notes. A takedown, bold words, and insect plague rage. What? That is what my is this campaign step. that you suddenly pitched? <laughs> yeah, this is the first I've heard of I'm this. I'm competing <laughs> against Noir to have our like one degree of separation design be <laughs> the bestseller of the shop. We love a one-sided feud. Yeah, this is yeah. personal beef. I just think my I, best boy deserves better. I would love it if better. Plug became the best-selling. <laughs> but that is also linked in the show notes if you want to check it out. But with all of that housekeeping out of the way, we have to turn now to today's sponsor, World Anvil. Today's adventure is brought to you by World Anvil. World Anvil is a browser-based world-building tool designed to help you, the creator, write and world-build, all while keeping your work organized and in one place. World maps, calendars, customizable wikis, visual timelines, and more let you decide how best to build your world. And when you're ready to write, look no further than the built-in word processor. You can write your prose directly in World Anvil to keep every step of the process in one place. We all know TTRPGs are all about the power of friendship, and with real-time collaboration, you can work with your players or other creators on the same project. On top of all that jazz, World Anvil recently rolled out a new feature called Whiteboards. This visual canvas allows creators to freely draw out their ideas, adding diagrams, flowcharts, mood boards, and more. If you're a more visual creator, this feature is perfect for you. You can chart out character arcs, storyboard key scenes, doodle some fan art of your favorite robot characters holding hands, or whatever else you need <laughs> to help make the story you see in your mind come to life. Interested? Of course you are. And it only gets better, because for our listeners, World Anvil is offering a special discount. Just use code PLUG at checkout for 40% off a yearly membership. That's code PLUG, P-L-U-G, at checkout for 40% off a yearly membership. And you can find the link to World Anvil in the show notes below. Be sure to check that out. And thank you again to World Anvil for sponsoring today's adventure. But I think with that, I'm just gonna let this ball roll right on back over to Austin. Just kick it to the other side of the field. We're changing the metaphor. It's soccer now. I, I'd, I'd like to point out that you had two <laughs> other metaphors just in that spiel that, are, that were already more varied than the than the pop fly baseball one. So Dear it's in you. God. It's there. The potential. We love, we love a good convoluted uh, metaphor. <laughs> Well, if you love those, then you're in for a thrilling season of them because I got to do this every week and it's not going to get any clearer <laughs> as the time goes on. <laughs> but back to you, Austin. Fantastic. Amazing. Block that goal. Thank you so much. Uh, I have no further announcements. So uh, unless anyone wants to back out, you all good? That was an option. Uh, I committed. I go home. Yeah. <laughs> I'll catch you guys later. <laughs> all right. Bye, Wally. No right, healer. Right. We're nice fine. Nice nap. Uh... All right. Then I guess with no further ado, <laughs> Noir, could you start us off? What? Oh God. So with the magic stored in this vessel, I craft my wish. <laughs> the word sent his prayer met Mistress' ears. She stopped the thing she was doing, reconstituted herself from her various responsibilities across the planescape. Her newly formed eyes took in her domain from the vantage point of her palace window. The great city of Dwemerhart spread out below her, the maze-like walls and libraries glowing with enchantments and illusions, practiced and maintained by her petitioners, the streets lit with the patrolling lantern archons who hoped to one day join their numbers. The greatest study of magic took place on this carved-off mountaintop, all under the watchful eye of the Keeper of the Weave herself. She beckoned her hand, summoned the scrying pool to the middle of her crystal chamber. The well-practiced words from her mouth cast the divinatory spell, and she waved the restriction on viewing a being of another world, though she knew this would draw the ire of the Lady of the Pain somewhat. 
and ignored the ability for the target of her interest to resist her magics. The image shimmered into effect on the surface of the water, and she saw the source of the voice that she knew from once before. The Mechanite, clad in blue and silver. That was not what interested her, though. Not entirely. The ring he twisted around his finger was. To most, it may seem a beautiful but ordinary golden band. But to her, it seemed to glow a bright yellow, blazing as the sun. To her, it seemed to sit on the weave with the same weight that a boulder might when placed upon a fine silken tapestry, pressing into it and bending the fragile piece of art to its will. The air of her study rang with a sudden pop, and a man appeared, old, balding, with a white beard and a red jewel-toned cloak, staff clasped in his right hand, the image that came to most when they thought the word wizard. Are you all right, my lady? The old man spoke. I felt the rules of magic bend for my sanctum below. Yes, Azith. A mortal of interest, little more, Mistress said, though her words trailed off absently. There is a part of me that knows I may be simply speaking to the stars that I have overestimated my brief importance in the vastness of your knowing that you have no obligation to respond. Is he praying? He is indeed. You sound surprised. She cocked her head towards the figure, dressed as an old man, though her eyes never left the scry. You know I have many faithful who believe in the work. Yes, of course, my lady, but respectfully, he is not a faithful of magic, merely a scholar of it. A thin smile graced Mistress' lips. There was a time when they were considered one and the same. Not that I remember it, of course, but still. No, no, this one is not a faithful, but he is not like any I have seen in some time. I ask for no riches. I do not vie for power. I am not like those before me who are arrogant enough to think that your position could be usurped. I am simply casting my wish to you in faith. He has the power to restore anything he has lost. Instead, he seeks my wisdom and guidance on the subject. Arrogant, yes, yet an act of humility. He possesses judgment. Consider it a prayer. Azith stroked his beard. Perhaps not. Uh, he could solve all this himself. Why not just reach into his mind and remove the psionic? Because then he wouldn't learn. And he so greatly wants to learn. Who are we to stand in his way? Her eyes had still not left the scry. She watched the magic manifest from the ring as Virla called upon it, tugged on the strings of the weave in a way few had ever had the chance to do before. But in doing so, I will invoke the name you assumed so many eons ago, and with it, all the power it holds. Lady of Spells, Mother of Magic, Keeper of the Weave, Mistra! I wish for you to help me find my old crew. You're planning something. Azith wasn't questioning, but he kept the accusation out of his voice. She often sought his advice, but he had known her long enough to tell when she had set her mind to something. Guide me to the locations. If they are lost, I shall find them. I always am. I have to be. The worlds are changing, once again. The more allies we have, the better. The more tools at our disposal, the better. So, I will aid him, because I have to. 
and with any luck, I can lead him down a path beneficial to him and to us. If they are imprisoned, I shall free them. Mistra wove her hand through the weave, her charge, once again, pulled herself from Elysium to the Astral Sea. She could not go to him in Sickle, but they could meet here, in the world between worlds. Azith watched her shift away, looked back at the now fading image of the Mechanite in the pool. If they are dead, I shall bury them. Good luck, Arcanist. Let us hope you are as special as our lady believes. With that, he stepped backwards and returned to his domain in a flash of light, leaving the chamber as empty as it was only a moment ago, before everything had changed. When last we left our heroes. Ha! And that's the preview of the Rolling with Difficulty novelization, coming soon to a Barnes and Noble near you. (laughs) When last we left our heroes, we find ourselves in a familiar setting. The Astral Sea, the Silver Sea, the world between worlds. A figure standing clad in purples and blues, her long dark hair, her feet floating above the still mirror-like surface, maybe ten feet away from her, Virla, though not in his corporeal form, an entirely silvered body, semi-translucent, his astral form, the silver thread that connects him back to his mortal body, extending from his back like a leash. We find ourselves here, as she says, well... Maybe we should begin. Mistra gives a flight, faint twitch of her hand. Go ahead and Virla, roll a perception check real quick. Oh my uh-huh. goodness, already. <laughs> Wisdom. Oh. Alrighty. 14. 14. She, it definitely looked like she was casting a spell, but nothing really seems to happen. Great. Like she, her hand did the thing, you know, there was a, there was a somatic component, but yes. it didn't look like she, she done anything. Her hand did the thing. We her all know. She... We all know magic. We've seen it. We've been there. Yeah, yeah. We all yeah, yeah, we know what we're talking about. It. Come on. Yeah. Uh, she, she does that and then turns her head towards you. You have outstanding commitments. You must see to before you may commit yourself to this journey and all that it entails. And more importantly, you will need to see through these commitments. I will be in touch when it is necessary, and will use my works to aid you when you require the guidance. That is all I ask. Very well. I suppose I shall be seeing you again soon, Vila. Lady. You may follow your thread home. And she gestures to the silver thread that is sitting behind you. Oh, oh, so I'm back to or am I swimming back? If you if you reach behind yourself and pull on it, okay. You find yourself basically yanking on the the line that is tethering you and you emerge back on the Paraspora in the city of Sigil. It is night, it is late. All others it's sleep, night. some of them dreaming, others unable to dream. Mm, it's a living does it look like there's anything after us right now? Because <laughs> uh, I know that the Lady of Pain was there. <laughs> you look out the porthole to the docks. The city never truly sleeps, uh, but nothing seems to be amiss. No guards, no dabus approach you. No lady with a crown of blades approaches. All seems still. Very tentatively. I will take my rest. Very good. 
The morning comes. Oh, thank you. Welcome goodness. back, crew of the Paraspera. Hey, hey, hey. I don't know why I'm down to half health, Ooh. but I appreciate the long rest. I, I don't know why you're down to half health either. Probably what happened is that you did not take a long rest after the adventuring day in the Beastlands, because it has been oh, a week since yeah. then. So everyone oh. can go ahead and take long rest though. You've had you've had myriad of them. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to assume that I could just be like, oh, this, this is probably nope. fine. <laughs> you are all good. Anyone who has not taken a long rest since last season, uh, <laughs> feel free. Oh, go 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 the whole time. How many levels of exhaustion mm -hmm. is that? Oh, <laughs> uh, death. I think you're just dead, yeah. All this season yeah. on Rolling with Difficulty, the entire crew has to be resurrected <laughs> because they chose not to sleep <laughs> for several yeah. months. Guest episode, we played the B team. We get in precedent. I love I love a B team, man. Don't even get me started on oh, a B yeah. team. Oh, yeah. uh, is there anything anyone uh, would like to do? Uh, I'm constantly fixing the ship. Just like background for anything that's happening. Danny in the engine room. <laughs> Hack it at things. We do have mechanics. Yeah. We do have mechanics for uh, fixing, for, for the AC, HP of the Paraspera, how long it takes to fix it and uh, what materials nice. are required. Mm -hmm. So oh, should yes. that ever come up, uh, we will adjust that. But for now, uh, Paraspera is starting at full health. Can I have gotten up early and mm -hmm. immediately gone to Marketplace? <laughs> Yeah, what are you looking for? <laughs> I am looking for... You say that the uh, the wish ring is just a simple gold band, right? <gasps> mm -hmm. Deception. I, I am looking for something that, at a passing glance, would look equivalent, but has some sort of conjuration um, enchantment to it. So it still looks oh. magical. Oh, you sneaky bitch. Thievery. <laughs> <laughs> Cry. You know what? Think. Go ahead and roll me an arcana check. Okay. Uh, I think our this is not for finding a replacement ring. This is I a pre-check. Pre I'm loving this. Sort of like a TSA situation. Is Virla the BBEG of the season? Virla is just <laughs> ever so, just, just the tiniest bit paranoid. <laughs> no, uh, what? Okay. No. 15? 15? This is the sort of thing, uh, so it probably doesn't intuit to you right away, but I imagine that Docent lets you cast detect magic at will so i imagine part of your like going into marketplace is uh using is using docent to like look around as yeah. you use docent you do notice that it does the the ring had a wish in it it still possesses a very faint conjuration aura it's the sort of thing that if you're a scholar of magic like if you're if you're good at this you could totally tell this is no longer a wish ring like, for example, if Finn, Finbar came to cast Detect Magic because he's a Fearbulg, mm -hmm. if he uses it, there's going to be some sort of check for him to, to clock that because he is, you know, he's not he's not nearly as arcane uh, studied as you are. So as it stands right now, there's definitely a chance of deception here. We can also try to find a ring, um, but it would probably take, it's, you know, this is very specific. It probably takes some time yeah. and uh, it'll also cost you something. So. If well, you having, want to go ahead and search, we definitely can do that. But. Having realized that, then I probably won't go to Marketplace to find a new ring. However, I did commission a jeweler to make a necklace, I think, for Finbar that I haven't yet picked up. Okay. Uh, so I would I would go and get that. Amazing. I think you, I, I assume that you paid up front because I usually say that about stuff. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> get in the comments about it if he didn't pay, and then we can get fact-checked by the time, you know, five uh, episodes have been recorded. 
Yeah, <laughs> I will. Uh, I'm not gonna fact check it now. I can fact check it later. So we'll just deduct your money if we need to. But uh, for the sake of this, go ahead and yeah, you you have you, you have what you need. You you pick up the the jewelry. Mm-hmm. Necklace for Finbar. Aww. All right. Yeah. And then if that's the case, then I don't. I don't leave quite as early, like, like, like to, to be gone and back before anyone else wakes up. Um, I'm less concerned about that, having realized that the, the ring still emanates magic. I'll keep yeah, it on my little... Fi- only because cause it's no longer magical. Only because you had the most powerful spell that exists <laughs> in it. Yeah. And it's been freshly used, you know, there's a, with a 15, who knows, like, yeah. weeks, months, who knows how long that'll, that'll hang around, but... All right. Uh, well, for now, then, I'll put the ring on my middle finger and just continue that way. Uh, All right. Everyone else, any uh, any specific nonsense to get up to or... Uh, no, not uh, in particular. Yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling so reinvigorated from that banging party. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I think I want to go fight somebody. <laughs> I want to go to the Coliseum. <laughs> I'm of the opinion that the best cure for a hangover is getting hit in the head repeatedly, so I want to go to the Coliseum. Is that in your, oh, that your stupid health book? That's <laughs> no, that's nowhere you in the health book. That's me reading yeah. between the lines to understand yeah. the truth within the truth. You know how it I is. I see, I see. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Oh, hold on to that, Kiana. Okay. Go on, Danny. Yeah, everyone's leaving the ship. Danny also kind of wants to go hit the market because uh, last season I got my hands on some golden fleece. And uh, mm-hmm. next on the shopping mm-hmm. list is a large lens of some kind. And I thought maybe the market oh, of yes. would be a good place to go. See, give a little gander, oh, see if anyone's building. got one of those kicking around. Maybe if a there's a good place. like scrap heap or something. <laughs> you know those great glass lenses that end up in scrap piles? Oh, yeah. Someone threw out a giant <laughs> you know how those survive? Perfect and unmarred. Uh, Not um, starting fires ahead. whenever the sun hits it just right. <laughs> go ahead and run. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. You yeah. think that would be a problem for Danny? You think I would care about that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. That's how she finds it. She just she just follows I the follows sun the smoke. fire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pulls out uh, a little magnifying glass, finds the bigger magnifying glass. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Go ahead and roll me an investigation check. Hell yeah. Uh, 24. Yeah, 24 is certainly enough. Uh, you know the kinds of places to look for this. No, you can't get one off of Scrappy. Damn. But with a 24, you do find one for a very, very reasonable price. About 35 gold pieces uh, for remarkable craftsmanship. Child's play. Uh, Austin, right. you know what I'm going to say. We got to haggle, right? Like, we got to do a little back. Oh, I'm not going to just walk away <laughs> and then look. 35 gold. I could get this at a Scrap Heap. <laughs> uh... Amazing. So the person you're speaking to is a uh, halfling, and they are a guild member from the Glassworking <laughs> oh, Guild uh, in Bytopia. Uh-oh. Uh, so don't fuck with the union, man. It's not going to so... go well for you. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, so how how does Danny just a little just a little bit of uh, background? How mm-hmm. does Danny approach with a I assume intimidation, maybe a persuasion check? <laughs> how does Danny approach well... <laughs> convincing this uh, upstanding uh, uh, retailer? Sizing him up, because, you know, craftsman to craftsman, probably not going to be able to lie my way through it being shoddy work. So instead, I'm going to try and appeal to the shared unity that we, as the workers of the Planescape, have. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, look, I really admire this work and all, but uh, 
I, that, that price, that just doesn't work for my client's budget. And is there any way you can maybe, you know, craftsman to craftsman, cut me a little deal here? This is some fine stuff. I'd like to use the best if I could. Go ahead and make your roll. Make a persuasion roll? Yeah, exactly. Nice. Ooh, that is good. It's a natural seven plus four, so we have an 11. Oh, but you know what? You know what I might use here? It's, it's the new I whip it out the flashes of genius. <laughs> I yeah. would love for you to use a flash of genius here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, let's add plus four to that. So that's a 15 total. All right. Okay, 15. Uh, the craftsman explains to you, uh, essentially, that, uh, you know, there's a certain there's a certain threshold we got to keep, but uh, definitely you guys get into uh, a little bit of craftsman talk back and forth and mm-hmm. recognizing a fellow worker of the planescape uh yeah go ahead <laughs> go ahead and uh mark it off for uh, at a 15 uh a, a five gold just go ahead and take 30 gold i'll for take that. it lens acquired <laughs> yeah you and fearla just walk past each other like the umbrella it's academy that, yeah meme. it's the umbrella academy scene <laughs> 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 Danny holding a giant lens. <laughs> Virla. Virla. I hold up the like giant lens and look through it so it really is the Umbrella Academy scene. <laughs> yes, it's her head is huge. <laughs> she's walking around. It's got, big, it's got yes. big Modron vibes. As she's <laughs> Perfection. I hesitate to ask. Don't worry about it. I will not. It's my line. Your line! <laughs> Although, if we are going, if, if I have gotten my jewelry, then I guess I'm going the same way as Danny. And if that's the case, yeah, I'll offer yeah, to help you guys carry back the, the lens. Yeah. We try and hold it over ourselves for a second, but then the sun beats down on it and we have to move it <laughs> to a different angle so we're not starting fires as we what, want to see the signal. What are your, what's your combined strength? <laughs> what are your strength scores? Oh, God. Uh, I, I know it's, oh. it's possible. I just want to know how comical it is. Oh, me what too. Yeah. Hey, 13 13 buddies. Okay. Wait, plus two. Yeah. Mine's only plus one. I don't no, sorry. You and, you and me equals oh, plus two. Nice. <laughs> I'm just going to say that two people carrying a large glass object through a crowded cityscape environment <laughs> is just no, asking no, 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 to be demolished in some form of Jackie Chan style chase. As long as we do it horizontally, not vertically, yeah. we're good. <laughs> we can just roll it like a hoop. No. No, 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 no that's worse. <laughs> Who will stand Didn't on it? Did someone buy run a bag backwards? of holding or something like that? Isn't this exactly oh, what this yeah, is for? Yeah, I do a bag of holding, but it's more I fun than just carrying it. I think you need to be able to get it through the, the mouth. You do need to get through yeah. the thing. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, amazing. You guys, you got your lens, Danny. Um, oh, yeah, nice. You guys, uh, I assume I assume you want it in your workshop to, to get the... to. Yeah, you know, I've, Danny pretty much lives, eats, sleeps, and works in the engine room, so I'll just move it down there along with the pile of other bits and pieces I've been collecting for now. I'll uh, continue on that cool. plan in a bit, but I do want to see Kiana beat someone up before we get into more uh, uh, Danny's machinations. <laughs> you guys are bringing the... You maneuver it down the narrow stairs through the narrow <laughs> passageway. <laughs> Pivot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just roll it down the stairs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, get it down in there. Uh, as you're in the engine room, you hear the uh, auto sending stone Crack of life. Here we go. <clears throat> it's not Otto's voice. Uh, you hear Roy come in from the other side. Oh, oh, Roy. Uh, uh, you hear, uh, "Hey, Danny. Um, I don't know if this records messages if you're not there. Uh, uh, Otto's got a thing, 
and uh, you really sh you should probably get here for this one. This is sort of a, and then it just cuts out. <laughs> uh, wait, pick up the rock. Right, right. Hey. Oh yeah. Oh cool. It worked. Yeah, I don't think it records messages, but uh, <laughs> what's? Well, it's a good thing that I caught you. He just cuts you off, and your your audio stops going through. <laughs> it's a good thing I caught you then. That that would have been really bad if I if if we'd missed each other. Yeah, like come back, like how ASAP is coming back to Otto's thing, like right today, or like we have a few days to do repairs in Sigil. Uh, Otto's being real quiet. So <clears throat> so today. Oh shit! It's probably more of a today kind of thing if right, you can manage it. Yeah, that's good. Thanks, Roy. And I'll throw the rock in the box that it lives in and go stop off the top of the deck. <laughs> All right. See who's around. I assume everyone's around. Yeah, I haven't left yet. I'm still getting all stretched. Uh, Presumably, I've I was in the engine room been... with you, putting the lens away. <laughs> yeah. I've just been cleaning. Uh, there's like trash and garbage all over the place uh, for yeah, the yeah, past yeah. couple of days, so I'm just tidying up. We got a we got a job from Otto. Oh. Otto. Like like we, we got like a mad at us job or well, like an actual job. I mean, job. he's probably mad at us, but also I think he does have a job. You know how that used to happen, Ooh. where sometimes we would like have a job for our employer that we'd have to go and do. Yeah, those were fun. Yeah, we got one yeah. of those. So we got to go back to City of Brass. Yes. We did leave him behind. We did sort of leave abruptly. Yeah, last you last you <laughs> saw him, the you plane shifted away after he was like, "Thank you for finally coming back." <laughs> oh yeah, we were really busy. Uh, hopefully he forgot about that, and it'll all be good. So. That was really only a week ago, I feel. I'm <laughs> yeah, sure understand. About, it was about did nine days ago, I think. Any money? Did we say anything about, hey, here's some cash? Uh, I don't remember I you it... giving him any money. Ooh. <laughs> In fact, actually, I think you got a huge payout from the Dragon Horde, and I assumed you would go back and pay him, uh, but you did not. You you stayed in Sigil. Right. We were planning on okay. giving him the money. Everyone, yeah. Because... Yeah. circle up. Before we go to Brass, just, uh, because, you know, we probably owe him mm -hmm. money. Don't tell him. Danny looks specifically at Kiana and Finbar. As, Don't tell him how much money we made from the dragon. How much money did we make from the dragon? Exactly. Not as much oh. as he thinks. <laughs> not even to gloat? No. No, especially not to gloat. Because you know what happens if we gloat? Care about the skull? He gets it. The skull's pretty cool. No. Nada. As far as where he's concerned, we're going to give him the... 500 gold that I'm taking out of my share of the dragon stash, and that's a lot. That's like 50% of what we got, and that's from all of us. Are we all same page? Yeah? Sound like a plan. I don't think that sounds right, but okay. Okay. I'm gonna hope that everyone is on the same page as Danny in this short change and just continue on back to the engine room to prepare for takeoff. <laughs> I'm sure he'll appreciate it when he learns it was about true love. <laughs> <laughs> Auto famously a huge softie for true love. <laughs> Well, I guess I'll go we to the helm until and we try it. get ready to shift away. Apparently, you take your spot in the helm. Uh, another adventure awaits. Danny, your spot in the engine room. The ship drifts. You kind of unpark it, drifts off. Uh, and as you use the ability to plane shift, uh, go ahead and, Virla, just make me a perception check. Oh, no. <laughs> man. We're going to rear-end Davian's dragonfly. This is enough to, to freak me out, man. Oh, uh, 15. As you trigger the plane shift, there's a brief moment 
where it's much smaller than the time you did this when you were uh, high on Tsuktamoy, but there's a brief moment <laughs> where you can see around, specifically around the helm, but also kind of spiderwebbing out to the ship, you just see the faintest stretching of reality. You see the faintest etchings of That's lines sick. as you glimpse a bit of the weave being plucked like a violin string as you shift. The ship arises on the Astral Sea. You set sail for Brass. Does anyone have anything they'd like to accomplish on the somewhat brief sail to the Plane of Fire? If not, we'll do a Star Wars wipe. I don't want a metagame, but I really want to roll an insight check. (laughs) (laughs) So... I don't know if I have probable cause. (laughs) So... We've done a little player v player rolling in the past, but in terms of things that have uh, such weight as this, right? Secrets deliberately kept from the party of narrative importance. What can happen is that if, as it seems that Noir and Virla are keeping this a secret from the crew for now. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. If uh, Noir decides that there's a moment that he might have revealed something or tipped hands or something Virla might have done, he can offer for someone else to roll insight against him. (laughs) Or if I, as the DM, feel that he has mistakenly done something that would potentially be revealing, I might call for a roll by someone. But in general, this will not be a scenario where other players can say, I'm suspicious, please roll. (laughs) For the the time being, narratively, the assumption is that Virla, um, unless... Noir makes a slip up or decided that Virla makes a slip up uh, yeah. is there is uh, there's not concern right now. Noise. Don't fuck Go. it up. <laughs> if you're on if you're on the deck, Kiana, which is Oh, not, I'm straight it, on the deck, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like you would see while he's plane shifting Virla is looking around. Um but it's no it's no different weird. than when 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 he, like we usually plane shift, so Yeah. But to Virla, he is See, trying to understand what's happening. Crazy shit. Yeah. Uh, always weird being a chosen one, isn't it, bud? <laughs> Not in character. Just what? It's just so funny to me. <laughs> I know. Oh. <laughs> uh, like yeah. Is he is he chosen or, or was uh, did he achieve greatness? The narrative is bending around you like a lens yourself, my friend. <laughs> no, no, I chose her. The lens was a metaphor. Take that. <laughs> <laughs> Right. It's like what five six hours to brass or something like that. Or? Some yeah, thereabouts. It's under a day. So sure, merge in the astral sea. Virla absorbing what's going on, and Kiana that slight catch in your eye of him doing it. We will dramatic Star Wars wipe, <laughs> flaming city of uh, sparkling gold and brass. Uh, the rippling sky that's as if you are too close to the sun to see anything else besides sun. The ship flies into the dock of lava the uh, the sort of force field that keeps the uh, normal mundane environmental effects from affecting the brass but kind of like shimmering on the bottom as it prevents the brass from just bursting into flames you dock and you see otto is not there but you see uh roy is waiting there as is mandy who uh i don't know that any of you have met but danny obviously knows oh we're gonna get our asses kicked 
Was she at the party when I got my tattoo? Uh, no, she was. Mandy was not at the party when we got your tattoo. Oh. Uh, and you wouldn't recognize her if you did. She is a purple tiefling. Uh, mm-hmm. Actually, I don't know if, uh, Sophia, if you want to describe her as she is an NPC of your creation. <laughs> yeah, Mandy actually uses they, them pronouns and uh, is a purple oh, tiefling sorry. looking a little, like, very hot topic emo, but in a practical way. Dark eyeliner, you know, permanent <laughs> scale, very neutral color palette, uh, but wearing... Uh, practical adventurers' leathers and similar gear. Um, they look well traveled for the city of Brass. Are they a heat worker? Or... Yeah. Or they were. Okay. Ooh, spooky. <gasps> they're heat we'll have to Jason. talk to this NPC <laughs> to find out more. <laughs> do they? Oh, okay, all right. Do they, do they smoke? Because I picture them as a smoker. Oh, wait. Well, everyone who has but... has or does work at the heat smokes. Heat <laughs> <laughs> <It> smokes. <laughs> yeah. There's stuff in my health book about that. Cigarettes are very bad for you kids. You shouldn't smoke, but everyone at the heap does. It's sort of a side effect of being in a city that's permanently on fire. Just goes with the territory, I guess. You actually just popped a lollipop in there and the tip caught fire just from the (laughs) ambiance. It's hard to tell anybody. (laughs) Yep. The the thing we do have to acknowledge is that while bad for your health, uh, smoking is undeniably very cool, which is why everyone at the heat does it. we shouldn't lie to the kids it's bad for your health and it's cool I don't know what to say <laughs> um, Roy's there he's got like he's doing uh, Danny recognizes doing like a fidget thing where he's like kind of like rubbing his hand back and forth and Mandy drops uh, a cigarette down next to like three or four other ones stamps it out pulls out another cigarette <laughs> snaps fingers a little like lighter flame comes out of the thumb lights it and gets back to work on that oh, uh, so the ship cool. parks <laughs> Gangplank descends. Oh, hey guys, what's up? Welcome back. Hi. Sort of a, uh, uh, you know, didn't really get to say goodbye last time because it was so like there was uh, like ah, you know. Yeah. So, um, so how are you guys? How have you been? You said Otto had a job for us. <laughs> We've been. Yeah, a lot. yeah. Immediately, um, anyone who <laughs> who knows Roy and probably uh, Kiana as well, you're immediately sensing like Roy know something is wrong and doesn't want to talk about it so he just pivoted to asking about you guys uh he goes oh yeah and then mandy here steps up yeah uh if you guys are done you know fucking around planescape we got actual work to be done here so we do the same fucking job (laughs) (laughs) do we because last i heard you weren't exactly holding up your fair share of the bargain like them anymore. <laughs> Mandy, you know you know how it is out on the sea? Stuff comes up and we had to handle it. But we're here now. I'm sorry, have we met? Fimbar. <laughs> Without the T. <laughs> <laughs> Are you inspiration. <laughs> You're committed. <laughs> and I kinda hold out my hand. They switch the cigarette to their, their left hand. Shake yours. Uh, it's just covered in whatever, like, <laughs> go, like whatever fantasy nicotine is, like the, the <laughs> weird magical Pixie stuff that's, that's there. You see, it's just like you know, purple hand, purple or sorry, weed. black gloves, kind of yellowed. Okay. It doesn't. It doesn't feel great. They beckon their head. They go. I was waiting. So, if you're all done wasting time, be good. Mandy always going around acting like a freaking drunk. Danny grumbles but starts walking off towards uh, Roy and Mandy. 
I'm gonna follow Danny. Uh, Roy, Roy doesn't follow. He just gives you guys. He gives like the weakest thumbs up you can imagine. Goes, good luck, guys. Give him the thumbs up too. I return it enthusiastically. You guys head off, make your way to where you know Otto's office. Office quotes stands. Uh, Zax is standing outside, nervously playing with the beard. <laughs> sees you, uh, gives a um, a nod, uh, a, a toothy smile at Danny, and then uh, knocks three times on Otto's door and opens it. <laughs> you guys, right. I think we're gonna get shanked. <laughs> Danny will wait to see if someone else walks through the door first, knowing Otto. <laughs> This is what mafia bosses do when they want to fucking off a guy. <laughs> Mandy's waiting for you guys to go in. I'll walk oh. in first if nobody else is gonna. <laughs> I'm in right yeah, after you yeah. walk in. Hi, Otto! Roll initiative now. <laughs> I would. Oh, damn. Oh, I God. have bad luck with authority figures in my life. Otto better watch the fuck out. Kiana walks in first, you see, and everyone else following. You see Otto has his back to you, standing behind his desk, uh, looking up at the wall. Mandy follows behind, closes the door, and then kind of leans on it. <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> They're danger, so cool. Danger, danger, danger. Otto turns around. Armchair swivels. Well, it's been a while. Welcome back. Hey, Otto. Crew of the Prospera. <laughs> Danny, how are you doing? Well, uh, just uh, we're business as usual. Trying not. Danny's like trying not to say any more than Otto asks of her at any good moment, knowing how these conversations usually go. <laughs> Business as usual. Business as usual is good. Good. Glad to hear it. And the rest of you, you all look healthy. That, that's more of a new occurrence. It's been a it's it's been a complicated <laughs> couple weeks, but um, we're doing okay now. Oh, I'm sure. I have no idea. Do do tell me what's what sort of complications did you run across? Oh, there was this, like, demon queen thing. She was a huge pain in the butt. And this, like, uh, guy who was a dragon? Um, that was really bad. Uh, he, he was actually really bad. So, all things considered, uh, it's kind of just good that we're still alive and the ship is still okay. Um, but, you know, it, it's kind of normal for Planescape stuff, but it also felt worse than usual. <laughs> but I haven't been doing this very long, so, you know. Uh, you see he gives a big smile and says, Indeed, good luck. Good luck indeed that you and the ship are all still alive after all uh, the hijinks you got into. I'm relieved to find out about it after we had no idea where you absconded to. Yeah, really bad sending stone reception out in the plane of salt. <laughs> <laughs> Missed a lot of calls. You know, oh God. <laughs> you gotta roll a D100, so you just kept hitting that 5% chance, you know? Yeah, you know, it's rough out there sometimes. <sighs> oh, I'm sure. Sure. Well, since you're back in town, I thought that uh, a certain opportunity, something that uh, we've been interested in taking care of here for quite some time, has has arisen, and I thought that you, uh, with your very unique experience, would be best suited towards handling this. If you're, of course, uh, free to work, you have no other prior obligations or uh, demon lords to deal with before uh, getting the job done. No, as far as I know, we cleaned off our plate. Yeah, I think everything's got. pretty much fine. Absolutely Agreed. nothing Still hanging over our heads. By you, so if you've got a gig, we're gonna do it. 
right. You're right. The ship is owned by me. I had almost forgotten that. Amazing. You know, actually, as long as we're on that subject, I would love to look over the ship. Um, and as it so happens, Mandy here happens to know where you're going and can fill you in on all of the details of this job. So why don't you keep the ship parked here? Uh, I can do my little inspection and then uh, you can go deal with uh, what you are most inclined to deal with. Yeah. Uh, is the um, job something on this plane? Because otherwise, you know, we would need the ship. Oh, it's not far at all. I mean, you'll have to get passage out of uh, the city of Brass down to uh, the Infernal Road. But oh, it's not far at all, by my understanding. Is that right, Mandy? Yeah, you know, not far. It shouldn't take very long at all. We'll, uh, we'll get some mounts and just uh, ride right on out there. No sweat, and then, uh, you know, finish the job. Shouldn't be too difficult. I'm not fireproof. Is that a problem? Well, I'm sure you'll deal with it in your own way. If that's all, if you're uh, well, inclined to go along with this, then uh, excellent. Uh, Mandy well, can fill you no, in all the details. We, we do oh. need to pit stop at the ship. I mean, we came to your office not expecting to immediately turn around. We gotta get our gear and shit. Yeah, we gotta grab some stuff, if that's all right. Oh, of course. It'd be unreasonable for me to, uh, to deny you that. So, please... And you know, you can fill me in on your adventures while we walk over. Uh, sure. Sure. We'll be, uh, we'll be happy to. Hey. Cool. He, um, gives a big, he gives a big gleaming smile. He's got, like, red skin, so his white teeth are, like, really vibrant. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, you guys walk over. How much are you gonna tell him, or are you just gonna basically walk over in awkward silence? I'm gonna tell the rest of the crew to run ahead and grab whatever you need off the ship. I'll fill in Otto here um, with everything that we've been mm -hmm. up to. Uh, go ahead and make a persuasion check, Finbar. I kind of nudge Danny and I kind of like give her a look it's of a like, what some, like head jerking motion, like the money. Give her, give him the money. <laughs> <laughs> give me a second. <laughs> You uh, offer to do that. He kind of... Uh, you see, there's a brief pause. And for a moment, you suspect he's just going to say no. But instead, he kind of runs a calculation in his head. Just the faintest flicker of the eye. But, I mean, I, honestly, Keanu picks up on this one. Yeah, uh, I want to know how boringly pissed he is. If you didn't ask, I'd do an insight check. <laughs> I mean, you can. you want to roll an insight check? Sure. Go ahead and roll an insight check quick. 22. Ooh, <laughs> 22. He is fuming. And he is trying to gather as much information because he's, you can tell that he feels, he's made to, he's been made to feel a little bit small and he doesn't like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. So he's tempting to kind of enforce power here. Also, what just happened with that minor, that minor calculation is that he realizes that uh, as long as he's got Finbar, you guys care enough about each other that as long as he's got Finbar here, he doesn't think you're going to just abscond again. So... Mm -hmm he acquiesces to Finbar staying in his office while the rest of you go. Uh, before I leave, be like, oh, yeah, by the way, um, 
we got some payout from some of the work we were doing. Obviously, you take a cut. Uh, Finbar, here's 500 gold. Just, uh, you know, tell him where we got it from. And then Danny hustles off towards the ship as fast as she possibly can. <laughs> I, I follow. Uh, I also I catch follow. the gold. Um, and I drop it right on his desk. He doesn't look at it. You guys go out. Uh, Mandy follows you back to your ship. Is there anything specific you guys are... I assume you just kind of... Do you, is there a conversation you want to be having? Is that why you're going off? Or are you just grabbing your effects? No, I want to get Plug alone in the engine room and pick him up. Buddy. Okay, sure. Easy enough. I know you have a secret crawl space. Look in my eyes. Look at me. I know it's there. You kept the deed there for so long. Go down to the hold. <laughs> anything shiny that you can. Put it in the crawl space. <laughs> Use the tunnels. No one else knows where they are. <laughs> Do not blow this for me. <laughs> I was going to say, we're doing the Jake Pearl. What's um, happening here? Make an animal handling check. <laughs> it's my humongous. It was that shiny. minus two? Do it. It's minus yeah, one. Yeah. Uh, that's a flat 15. Okay. But you um, know what? You know what? I'm gonna use a flash of genius to make that a nineteen. <laughs> Hell yeah! You've because experienced. I want plug is, to succeed. This is one day. Two uses one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah. we're aware. Yeah. Uh, we're still doing another job. Yeah. Uh-huh. You. Um. There's definitely a case where you. Um, plug is much like a toddler in that multi-step direction. <laughs> is not a thing that he tends to thrive at uh but you kind of feel like your insistence was made made clear this time and that perhaps uh you've gotten through he just gives one solemn nod slowly (laughs) and then he lets out uh, a sound that sounds like a computer about to catch on fire that's like uh, like a fan whirring up <laughs> as his brain starts to like work and then he like squirms thrashes out of your grip and runs off <laughs> I think you got it and Daniel pick up like one bolt like one random bolt from the engine room and stick it in her belt because she's already got all her shit on her and go rejoin the group and Mandy as they're milling about uh, okay. I'd like to go into my room and just like try and take a mental image of it and be like, if anything is out of place when I return, I will try to know. Um, <laughs> Docent, uh, you see, like does the detect magic thing, committing to archive in case of felony. <laughs> uh, I think all my worldly possessions are currently on my person, so I guess I'm awkwardly hanging out on the deck with Mandy. <laughs> Despite being a forced monk, you really appreciate the whole asceticism thing. Yeah, I also just don't feel like... The thing is, (laughs) I was doing the mental calculation of, like, do I keep my money on me, or is it just in a pile in my room? (laughs) (laughs) Just just stack like a dragon? I think it's just in my pockets, but it's so much money. (laughs) Anyway. Like sleigh bells. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Awesome. Yeah, Mandy has really no interest in engaging with you unless you engage with them so uh finbar and otto <laughs> the coin pouch hits the table the desk he doesn't glance at it the door closes as everyone else goes well i guess an apology it ain't much but it's a place to start uh us running off like that was entirely my fault uh 
when we first met, I was with the guild, and I, I guess I had a lot on my plate. Um, and it all came back full circle. Um, stuff happened, like they told you, there was a dragon. Um, some He was messing around with the guild, the guild master, and all that. And I had to make sure I had to clean that up. But at the end of the day, like you said, this is your ship. And you need to be able to use it for whatever you need to be able to use it for. Um, and as an adventurer tied to that ship, I owe you my duty um, to make sure that crew gets in and out of here in one piece. So I'm tying up my deal with the ship, with the with the guild. Um, and right now, my priority is uh, making sure. Uh, you know, we do the jobs that you need us to do. So, the goal is to start. This apology is to start. But I have a feeling we got a long way to go. Now, Finbar, if I recall, last season you had a conversation with Golzar about trying to. Uh, he doesn't know about that. Take the ship from under his nose. Uh, yes, but specifically mentioning the guild so much. This is I. There's a poker face situation going on where you're like. We're yes, all indebted to you. I'm out from under that. This is definitely no longer a conflict of interest. Look at me nodding. So could you mm -hmm. please... It's very subtle, so I'm going to say roll advantage. But please go ahead and make a deception check for me. Okay, Ooh, here we buddy. go. Oh, baby. Okay, uh, that is a 5 and a 15. Uh, <laughs> so I'll take that 15. Um, uh, plus 1 is 16. 16? All right. You see, he doesn't drop the, like, smiling, happy... He goes, well, it takes a big man to admit when they've done wrong. Oh, I appreciate that, Finbar. Mark of a good leader, taking responsibility for the actions of the rest of the crew. But you're not their leader, are you? You're just one person on that crew. I will be satisfied when I think of that beyond apologies proper recommends has been paid in due for the actions of all four of you but as you said it's a start hey if we can get around to that recompense at some point I appreciate that no need to let our relationship sour that would be tragic indeed now I am going to see the ship you yeah Walk with me and uh, catch up with your crew on the way. You guys head back out into the sweltering city of Brass. Everyone reconvenes, and uh, Otto looks at all of you and says, Well, Mandy will fill you in on the details, but uh, the job we have here is one we've been wanting to undertake for some time. And recent developments lead us to believe that not only is it possible but that right now you may be the most inclined to deal with it. After all, I'm told you fought a few gith in your past. <gasps> oh. Mm. Uh, he looks at Mandy, he says, get this out of zone. Get it from the giants, get it from the gith. Steal it from both of them. I don't care, I leave it to you. Good luck all and puts his hands behind his back. Coat flaps behind him and he walks off. Mandy looks 
Alright, so, um, yeah, what are we all standing around for? Come on. Uh, we're standing around for an explanation of the job. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Alright. So, here's Beckins, a walk and talk. So, here's the deal. Alex Sorkin would be pretty You ever heard of. You ever heard of Brew Normer? No. No. Danny can roll a history well. check. It's not for bad, actually. Uh, history. It's a dirty 20. Dirty 20? Nice. Yeah, you've heard of it. It's a fire giant civilization, uh, settlement, not civilization. I guess it's a civilization. It's small, it's not huge, but it's a fire giant settlement uh, that is on the surface of the, of, uh, the plane of fire, so obviously it's not in the city of Brass. Uh, it is a home that they have carved for themselves inside of a volcano. It is somewhat famous because this very precious metal called Zardazil. Sorry, I have to keep checking to make sure I'm saying it right. Uh, <laughs> uh, called Zardazil comes from there. And you would definitely know this. Uh, Zardazil is special because uh, you harvest it molten. And then you have to work with it while it's molten. Because once it cools, it is impervious to all heat. And thus cannot be reworked. So while it is not as, not as indestructible as adamantine, that's, you know, the the most uh, indestructible metal in all the planescape in the city of brass especially and for you know people in the nine hells or other places that fire is a big deal getting zardazil and using it properly is huge and so it's extremely expensive it's getting some is a big score it's harvested somewhat secretively through the volcano in the volcano here by the fire giants who operate there as a result, they have a very tight, you know, diamonds out of Africa kind of thing. They have a very tight control on how much goes out. People want it. There's other sources, but this is one that is, you know, somewhat popular enough for you to know. And it's definitely like Otto's white whale kind of situation. Hmm. Uh, fire giants, they got a fancy metal. It's really hot, molten stuff. So this is things that Mandy fills all of you in on that Danny's already aware of. What Danny doesn't know that Mandy fills you in on as you uh, come to the edge of the city and you see there are like golden gondolas with cool like uh, intricate bird designs on each of the heads that kind of ferry you up and down. Uh, it's a gold each to take one of these gondolas, by the way. Sure. Is there as like you guys a... board one of these. Is there like a way to like and... jump the no, turnstile? You know, I've lived here my whole life. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think? Is there like an equivalent to jumping the turnstile to get on one of these gondolas to like skip the fair? You just want to try and hide behind Finbar? Yeah, right. (laughs) Real stealth check. It's not worth it. I don't want to harp on a point, but three out of four of us are pretty heat susceptible. (laughs) Natural 20. Yeah. To hide behind Finbar. Oh my god. Natural 20. Uh, yeah, Dan, you see Danny. You've, I mean, you've done this before, Danny. You were street kids, so you know exactly how to, yeah, how, to yeah. how to get past street this. Um, yeah, you essentially jump the turnstile of the... Uh, it's another fire genasi who is taking the tolls uh, and setting you guys uh, to travel down to the surface. I would like to cover her fare anyway. <laughs> I'll just put in another Turn around and look at Keanu, like, hands up, and they're like, why? Square. Uh... As we get on the gondola, I, I want to hand out some uh, snacks. Um, um, these are saltwater pretzels, uh, inspired by the plane of salt. <laughs> um, they're, it's strange because the, it's on the border of the Shadowfell, um, and 
it's seeped some of that energy into it, so it's not as salty as you expect it to be. Um, so it just t- tastes like uh, stale pretzels. But great, yeah. nice, amazing. How many temp uh, HP? Uh, I believe it is three temp HP. Okay. Uh, is that get your? Is that including your bonus from the garden? Uh, no, four temp HP. Yeah. So we decided uh, the materials, the ingredients harvested from the Feywild garden that Danny built for Finbar, uh, improve his spell components and his materials for crafting treats. So his treats from his chef feet uh, gain an additional temp HP, and he heals an additional one healing whenever he casts a healing spell. Mm-hmm. So these, uh, you guys get on the gondola. These are all things that Mandy kind of like briefly fills you in on that Danny already knows. Uh, dropping a cigarette off the side of the, the gondola there. Um, you see Mandy says, but we had a um, sort of change situation here. Some Gif Yankee have shown up and are claiming that the, I don't know, workspace, whatever you want to call it, of this settlement, Runormra, is uh, one that they have uh, claimed to from some who knows long ago land that belongs to them and they're supposedly trying to form a crash there so things are tense last i checked the giants still hadn't actually gone in to take it back it makes no why but uh well if they can't handle the situation maybe it can be leveraged for us or if it seems like they're on the losing side maybe we can reason with these astral pirates make a deal if they don't care about this artist coming out of there get it from them or maybe just steal it under from both their noses whatever works out best for us how do we transport the zardazil if we are worried about it cooling well word is that uh it keeps for a little while and uh i don't know if you noticed but it tends to get pretty hot around here so yeah, I have noticed. That fine. <laughs> yes, for the record, you guys, you've been in the city of Brass before, but you've never really traveled. Like, you've walked through the city, um, but now traveling out for a long time, it's really starting to hit you. The Paraspora protects you from elemental, uh, from, like, harsh weather conditions mm-hmm. and the effects that that can have. Uh, you have no such protection out here. So as you land on the ground uh, and you see there is a place to rent a black, it looks like a black metal cart, so it's just so hot to the touch. Pulled by two giant striders, which are those uh, fire terror bird things that the uh, the newts you fought in your like first adventure uh, rode. Okay. So cool. if you remember those things, it's pulled by a couple of those. They're basically big terror birds and uh, that are on fire. Out here, there's definitely susceptibility to exhaustion because of fire. So, and we just don't have the situation. any protective gear. We didn't have any time to pick any up in the city of Braz. Danny, no offense, but I don't think Uncle Otto is very good at planning heists. Well, Mandy usually does most of the heisting around the heap anyway, so not really Otto's area of expertise. This is all you, though. Oh, so you're oh, just coming along. Uh, one, as... one, one other thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the giants at Brunormra, um, they don't love me, so <laughs> you probably have a better shot if I don't. Like, I'm really helping by not helping. Yeah, okay. you, you dig also someone needs to watch the giant striders and make sure we don't get abandoned in the blasted wasteland so this combined with the lack of heat resistance makes me really think that Otto's really trying to emphasize the punishment he has for us 
Honestly, this isn't too bad by authority figure punishment standards. Uh, That's true. We should not. Girl who escaped cult. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, this is about on par with just guarding the pit, and that was just normal duty. (laughs) The landscape you ride through bears most resemblance to, like, Mars. It is red and chalky and barren. There are huge scorch marks where presumably fires have raised. Indeed, you see just fires burning nothing. Like, there's no fuel or anything. They're just kind of burning across the ground in some spots. It is very, very hot. The trip takes a little over an hour, but we're going to go ahead and call it an hour for travel convenience. As you see following this this famous road, it's called the Inferno Road, and it's just... Road is actually kind of a bold name for it. It's really just like kind of a big cleared, scarred strip of land where you can see where other animals and carts have gone before and it just mm-hmm. kind of leads in a direction but it's not like less potholed or uh garbage it's just kind of a path everyone agrees is useful there's really no way to make a nice road here because anything that you put on the ground would melt burn combust so there's no way to make road that is not just part of the plane of fire as you see a smoking mountain an active volcano appear on the horizon uh can i get everyone who doesn't have fire resistance so that's everyone except for danny and mandy to please make me a constitution saving throw oh, dc right. is just 10. nothing i love more god's good speed everyone long though okay, okay 15. dirty 20. noise sweet Finn? uh 11. okay nice. no one takes any levels of exhaustion mandy reigns in the striders ties it off, takes out the pack of cigarettes, uh, puts them in the sleeve so they have easy access, and looks at you guys. Well, go on. See you back here in a little bit. <sighs> All right, then. Hopefully with some Zardazil. Uh, Do you have a recommendation on how we should proceed? Well... The fire giants are usually not super happy to speak to outsiders, but they've also got outsiders within their gates, so maybe it'll be a lesser of two evil situation. Or, who knows, it's a volcano. Maybe there's it's hollow. Maybe you can just get in and, like, I don't know, they're big. Maybe you can just walk under their feet or something and get past them. Or deal with the gift. Doesn't matter to me. You're the operatives. Okay, thank you so much for I'm your help. Let's person. go into the volcano, everybody. Danny, I don't like him very much. <laughs> yeah, Mandy's kind of a raging bitch. It's fine. They're always like that. Uh, I actually would like to put forward that maybe we should go to the Gith, because if not for nothing, but I do speak Gith. <laughs> uh, no, you don't, Danny. Fin- Finbar can speak giants as well, though. So yeah, there, there Finbar is... knows giants. I I know a bit of the giants. I, I think mm. the giants is definitely the easier way to go. Um, but that, but uh, I don't know. Volcano's gonna be chalk a block full of giants, mate. <laughs> uh, I will put my cards on the table. I'm very interested in unraveling this uh, legal claim dispute. Um, <laughs> it just turns into that, a law that, and order that episode. Is possibly going on here. Oh, I was desperately hoping that we were going to split up and take sides. <laughs> we still could. <laughs> um, so what, what, what I'm gathering is that we are not stealthing. We are making ourselves known to both parties and 
hopefully appeal to one of them. Uh, yeah, because if we sneak in, we're going to get more people angry at us than we can handle. I just don't want to be on I mean, Only if you get caught. That's the thing. Only if we get caught. I mean, I know you guys are a lot um, goodier, too shoesier than me and the rest of the heap tend to run. But, I mean, we could just steal. It probably wouldn't be harder than anything else we've done up till now. I will remind you that, and then Virla gestures to himself, and as you're walking, there's just clang, 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 clang <laughs> of just him walking. Maybe we can, like, drop in from the top or something. I don't know how volcanoes work. Uh, uh, we got a way to fly up there? <laughs> Normally we have a spell jammer, so I would say yes, but I guess maybe in this situation. No, we on foot. I just yeah. But like we got here on some uh, dudes, maybe. Giant striders? Giant striders, can they fly? <laughs> I don't think it's a Austin. good idea. Uh, no, they're flightless. <laughs> are, flightless, not birds. Are they <laughs> beasts? Uh, I think they're monstrosities or elements. Give me a second. Okay. I just propose that maybe when we show up, we don't immediately knock on the door and say, hey, we're here for your metal. What if we scope it out a little bit and then maybe come up with some alternate solutions. They're elementals. I can try sneaking, but I don't like that this is an active volcano. <laughs> like, I know I'm lightly dressed, but I'm also just like a human being. <laughs> and um, it's really, really hot. <laughs> well, if we see everybody running, then that's a pretty good indication of Oh, you were referring to the heat in general. No, I agree yeah, with that. Yeah. <laughs> in my experience, the problem with volcano is not actually letting the lava touch you. It's all the other stuff. What if we let the volcano work for us? What? Danny, we're not going to agitate the volcano. But if we, if we could no. somehow trigger no, no, an no, eruption no, no, no. to the point where oh, like God, it flooded Danny. into the giant part of the volcano left the metal part at risk but not covering up, then we could just scoot on in there without having to sneak too much, scoop up on the metal, and then scoot on out while they're all busy dealing with the natural disaster. Scoop the metal how? It's molten metal. I bet You're the I... only person here who's fireproof. I don't know. I assume we'll figure something out. Well, other people, other people get it, right? Like, other people walk away with it. So presumably they don't just hand you a pool of molten metal. It <laughs> right. probably comes in something. I'll know. give you that one for free. I've got a bag <laughs> full of dead goop and ashes from everything we fought in the last like six months. I'm sure we can figure out some way to carry some metal. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, regardless of what our final plan is, I think Danny is onto something and that we should once we get there, observe what's going on first before yeah. making any sort of decision. Okay. Awesome. So is the so the assumption is you're not going to just walk up to the front door in plain sight. You're going to try to observe without being noticed at first, or you're just going to, like, walk up and ask? What Maybe is your some approach? of us should walk up and ask, and some of us should hide in reserve. Can we... So how far out from the volcano are we at this point? Yeah. Um, stopped probably uh, about, like, a 15-minute walk. Okay. Um, so can we too, too far. see any, like... Fire giant uh, settlement. It's from here. Do we have? Uh, make a perception check. Okay, sure. If uh, we were to split up, I propose it would be Finbar and I that be the liaisons that speak with them. 
Finn Barfork yeah, is giant. Yeah, seven charisma here. Sorry, what'd you say, Finn? 29. 29? Uh, so immediately what you do notice is that you don't notice anything on the outside. What you do notice is that there is a 29. Uh, there is appears to be a, like, 60-foot-tall wrap. Okay, picture, picture a hobbit door round yeah i don't know why i had to say hobbit door it's just a round it's a big round opening big right. round entranceway into the volcano right. yeah uh, it's 60 feet across uh and it is smoothly carved there's not a lot of intricate design it almost looks like it was carved by like wind but how wind would carve into a volcano like that doesn't really make it, it it looks naturally occurring but it's clearly not because it's perfectly spherical um mm -hmm. it's uh inside you can tell that there is motion and movement uh outside there is indeed uh, you see there's a uh fire giant standing with uh what appears to be a um like i don't know like maybe six foot tall at the shoulder uh flaming hot hound Ooh. okay so um, um any signs of gith um, no signs of gith yankee currently okay it's like well way out yonder i can see the door for the fire giants uh none of them gith any other way we'd have to if we were trying to get into the volcano and do something we'd have to probably go around you know avoid them fire you said 29 fine. right yeah. you said yeah. 29 like almost a 30 the highest i rolled skill. a 19 uh, yeah yeah what you also i'll say also this as you're describing that you see there are some like there's obviously there's the caldera on top there's huge of smoke you do right. see some wispier smoke coming out of just like kind of like on the side of the volcano a little ways to the right okay which clearly is venting something like clearly there's some you know the, the smoke's coming from somewhere oh this would technically be like a mining operation right so there'd be all sorts of caverns we can sneak in and out of and maybe just grab the ore from their mine carts because that's how that would work right they would have to carve it out you know, move it to the facility, package it, and then ship it out. That's how that works. So if we can just find where they're carving it out, sneak in, grab some, sneak out. If we want to try scaling the slope, yeah, I think Danny and I could probably do that pretty sneakily. Okay. I also have Bing. And so provided that... Well, how big does the volcano look? Because if it's any bigger than 300 feet... <laughs> it's real feet, fucking big. It's well, a, it's a volcano. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, depending on where you stand, would you say what's the range on Bing? So I have to I have to summon Bing within sixty feet of me. Sure. So yeah. it's possible that I could like just kind of like try and intuit, you know, like fifty feet away from well, me, you... I will have some sort of hollow space, and then once Bing can... is summoned, I can move up to three hundred feet. I can move him up to three hundred feet away from me. Three hundred feet. Okay. Well, I'll definitely say the depending on how you position this, sixty feet is not going to get you. Far. Also, can Bing move through like solid objects, or is Bing? I forget. Oh, he is can. Bing... Yeah, uh, oh, he okay. can't move through. Well, Wait, no, no, no. Other way around. He can move through people. He can't move through uh, solid objects. Right. Cool. Okay. So you would have to find something in, but yeah. I will say three hundred feet is a it's a pretty long way. So, you know, Volcano is definitely more than three hundred feet across, but is like the crust more than three hundred feet thick? Almost probably not. Hmm. Almost certainly not. Sure. Do I have any so. knowledge of this? Because I, I knew of the giants. I've lived in the city, and I know Otto has had the systems quite well for a while. Do I have any, like, extant knowledge of the operations in here or, like, anything other than the general history of it that Danny would know just from, like, li life experience in the city of Brass and at the Heap specifically? Because 
very general. Is there anything specific? You already got like kind of the, the lay of the land of it. Is there something specific you want you're looking to know? Or maybe a couple specific things. We could always combine them or into one role or make I guess I, I'm trying to get a are. sense of like, how common is it for people from Brass to come down and visit this place or like how isolated oh, from is what it? you know from before is from what you know from before is people don't get in. They're very insular. Yeah. So like a lot of people try frequently or Yeah, like is this a, uh, an often yeah, heisted it's, location? It's, uh it's not an often heisted, uh no. The people don't tend to heist fire giants. They're like eighteen feet. This tall. is our Ocean's uh, Eleven episode and we are going to do it right. <laughs> Uh, so, it, no, not often heisted. Plenty of people would like to come here, but, uh, as you can see, just at the door to their, like, town, there is a guard posted with a hellhound. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. I say we try to find one of the mining tunnels and sneak in from there if you want to go the stealth route. All of us? We could. Can I pitch something? I do think that stealth is the name of the game here, but uh, I think we should try and pull off a little scheme I used to run on the streets of Brass. Uh, the, whoa, look over there. And the, the whole impetus of this <laughs> is that uh, hey, you need tell us how that one goes. a two-pronged approach. <laughs> it's a, a distraction and the actual theft. And I used to do this with like uh, fruit vendors, but this would also, I think, work here. If we could either, either trigger an eruption in this specific part of the volcano, but it got kind of difficult. I think maybe we could figure it out between put me and Virilis here heads together and suss out how this piping works. But also there is an X factor here, the gith, of which two of us speak the language. And uh, if we went up to them and were like, hey, here's a master strategist, this mechanite from... Uh, his many travels and experiences as one of the, the most well-known and well-respected combatants in all of the Astral Sea, uh, and he's got this idea of how you could totally like take down the fire giants, and then they attack from one angle. Meanwhile, the others of us are sneak, sneak, sneaking into the volcano and stealing the metal while everyone else is focusing on other shit. Well, look over there! So we, are relying, we are relying on the fire giants to be able to successfully fend off a gift tank that we will be instigating. We instigate the so attack. Who cares if war? who cares if they win or not? We get the medal either way. This is a settlement. People live here. And so we're already yeah, stealing like from this. them. Yes, but subjecting them to death is another matter. Yeah. Mm. And besides, if the gift thought they could have taken over this town by force, it would have done by now. I think Finbar, do you think that they'd be okay with talking to you? I don't... It feels like the last time I saw you deal with a giant, it didn't go well at all, but that might have been an edge case. You met a giant? <laughs> I can... It was the big I... purple guy with the... He kept talking smack, remember? <laughs> oh, the Fomorian. Yeah. Twice. Memory oh, what? Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, sorry. You met a couple don't giants. There's yeah. also, um... Um, what's his name? Uh, Brunthar, I think. Yes, Brunthar uh, from uh, in uh, he's the, the smith city. that you've gone to a few. Yes, right. Yeah, that guy's. Which cool. actually, your gilded acorn is somewhere is is there waiting for you. Yeah. Yes. So we can wrap um, that up so I soon. I don't think we've ever met that giant though. So uh, no, no, yeah, yeah, really I've been Kiana. there a yes. few times to oh, spot okay, money okay, okay. for stuff. 
If yeah. there's one thing um, I know about heists, it's you make a plan, and then when you execute it, something goes wrong, but it always turns out great in the end. So we just need to make a plan and execute it. Uh, and if people aren't comfortable with I can with talk it, to them for sure. Thank you, Captain. Okay. I don't know if they'll let us in. Um, and I, I'm not entirely sure they'll let us get, they'll help us get some of this ore. Um, but if we need a distraction, we gotta find the gift first before we even want to use them. We do. Um, for anything. If it's possible, uh, they are. I don't see inside. no gift. Like wherever it, they are, they have to get it. They're either inside or on the other side of the mountain. At some point, we gotta get in closer and figure out what we're doing. We're probably gonna get spotted either way. My assumption is that the gift are already inside the volcano, hashing it out with the fire giants. I my, my vote is to try talking with the fire giants first. I feel like we could use help with this one. Um, and you know, I, they already trade certain amounts of whatever that thing is we're trying to get and if we help them out maybe they'll be okay with just giving us some <laughs> you guys are way too trusting but I'm not going to override the will of the group well Finbar <laughs> and I can my opinion. Finbar and well I you guys have a leader Finbar and I can go and Finbar can speak on the giant's behalf and if there are gifts then I can translate or um, act as a moderator we can try our hardest to make sure that their attention is on us while you do whatever it is you do. That's what I was thinking. If we want a distraction, we, like we've got, we could do the stealth approach, we could try sneaking in, and at the same time we could do the trying to be mm -hmm. diplomatic with the fire giants approach, which would serve both as being diplomatic and as a distraction for the stealth thing. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I think starting a gith invasion would be more fun, but I guess it's as good as any. Think we need it's to get still to a look over first. there, but it's a lot more tame look over there. Yeah, I guess my concern is what happens if we look over there and get out, and you two are still talking to some giants who take a turn on you, you know? We can hold back a couple giants. Yeah. This is what Dimension right. Door was made for. <laughs> oh, that's true. Expedition yeah. right. retreat. <laughs> so, uh, okay, here's the plan. Me, mm -hmm. Virla, we go up to the door, knock, knock, we'll do as much of a distraction as we can. You... Uh, Danny, Kiana, find some way to get those gifts riled up. Um, or if you could just find the ore, you know, while you know we're talking, even better. Um, try not to upset the volcano, uh, because mm. we can fight a lot of things. I don't know if we can fight a volcano. I definitely um, can't fight a volcano. I'm not going to mess with the volcano. <laughs> uh, I have another rookie over here. Hmm? Kiana, do you mind putting our brains together? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll, uh... Mind link. Right. Very cool. Very smart. You let right. me know how that goes. Uh, mm -hmm. We're gonna head up to the door. Great. So we're gonna All aim right. for the the other plumes of smoke that looked like they were coming out of like a refinery part. Um, that was the idea. Seems like. Okay. Um. Ooh. What I'll do to start. Um. I will um cast enhance ability at the third level. Ooh. Um. Pick a uh, cat's grace. Um, That'd be dexterity. Yes. So, to help with your stealth checks. Um, uh, and we're going to head towards the door. Cool. Cool. Nice. Very cool. So, yes, two of them have. Uh, uh, so, we're splitting boys versus girls? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, girls have advantage on dexterity checks. That includes stealth and any other kind of dexterity check you might make for the next nice. hour, given. Concentration. You do this and begin 
walking around Finn and Virla, walking just towards the opening where you see this fire giant and hellhound standing guard, the others circling wide around to try and stay stealth. So right off the bat, let's go ahead and have a stealth check from uh, Kiana and from Danny. You are far away, so the DC is not high enough. Do we have to check the DC of this hound? Uh, 16. Also a 16. 16, okay. Okay. At advantage? (laughs) Yeah. At advantage, I rolled a 10 and a 9. Okay. The DC uh, for passive reception on the Hellhound was 15. Okay. (laughs) So congrats. You make your way through... Uh, like around uh, it's actually it's not too dissimilar from hell there's like a bunch of like natural topography that you can kind of use uh, to kind of like when you did the train heist and you kind of hunker down mm-hmm. uh, same kind of thing so you're able to circle your way and begin to climb Mount Doom over here as you make your way past their eyesight feeling like you haven't been spotted or smelled in the case of the hellhound and then climb up the side of the mountain Finbar and Virla you approach we're gonna start with you guys uh immediately the hellhound as you can you're you're still like you know Mm -hmm. several hundred yards away and the hellhound uh picks up ears and stands up at attention the giant guard who has is not slacking by any means but is you know uh is standing guard not slacking but like seems to straighten up even more and approach uh and see as you approach once you get within shouting distance, uh, you see the hound that kind of like get a little low, and the fire giant called out to you. Do either of you guys speak primordial? I, I do. do. <laughs> I'm not there. I know I you do, Danny. <laughs> Shit. I Fear do as low. well. You oh, do? Oh, okay. oh, there you go. Oh, you okay, hear okay. in Ignan, which is the uh, fire version of primordial. Mm-hmm. Um, hope. No, who goes no. there? Um, I'm going to Ooh. shout first in Primordial and then in Giant. I say, howdy, brother. My name is Finbar, and I am bringing a friend, if that's uh, all right. Approach, Bruno. That's all he says. You guys walk up. As you get close, you see, yeah, uh, fire giants, typical, you know, they're like, like 15 feet tall. They all have that same, like, bright you know, flaming orange hair, and uh, t- typical of them also big bushy eyebrows. <laughs> it's just kind of like a thing that a lot of them have. This one's got a hint of a beard, uh, kind of kind of coming through. That just like you see like bright red little whiskers uh, coming through on the chin. Uh, the hellhound is black, uh, except to like kind of underneath it and uh, inside it, it glows. So you can kind of see like some light coming through under the fur on the bottom. Uh-huh. Uh, and also the open mouth is like a furnace. There's like fire in there. Um, I'm going to so, uh, reach into my bag. I kind of look around for a little bit. I grab um, a little package of burnt food. Um, and uh, and I'm going to uh, turn to the giant. Is, is it okay if I offer him a treat? Um uh approach yeah speaking of primordial i'll say um <laughs> uh he gives like a half nod and extends his hand um i i will take it here okay and i sort of give him the package of burnt food cool he examines it uh and then hands it to the dog uh so that it's still the tree is still coming from him, him instead of a stranger and then he looks at you and says i do not know your faces why do you approach Brunomra? 
Uh, forgive me, brother. Um, I'm merely an adventurer. This is my friend, uh, Virla. We come down, um, from the city of Brass. Uh, we heard there were problems, um, with, uh, Gith, um, in the volcano. You guys were currently smoothing out, uh, that situation. We're merely here to help, uh, and make sure it doesn't go south. I know this mine is um, valuable for the ore coming in and out of it, and we're just here to make sure uh, it all goes smoothly. Okay. Go ahead and roll me a persuasion check. You did bring up the ore in there, which yeah. immediately colors things a little bit, but go ahead and make a persuasion check. And I'd also like you to make me a history check, too, while you're at it. Oh, history. Uh, uh. While Finbar okay. and the giant are speaking, can I tell Dosin to start analyzing the language so I can maybe learn it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice. Um, yep, yeah. You didn't do that while Danny was very, cursing. Oh, very, very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is definitely a thing he's capable of. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah, you're... Yeah, perfect. So, um, let me know... Uh, what'd you roll, Wally? Which do you want first? The history or the persuasion? Let's do history first. History first? Okay. Then uh, I rolled a uh, 13 down to 12. Okay. Just real quick, right off the bat, something strikes you just a little weird. Well, first of all, he's not speaking giant. It's not the craziest mm -hmm. thing. You've heard giants speak other things. But it's sort of weird for him to see you and address you in primordial instead of giant. If he, Because, you know, you're, right. you're, you're giant kin yourself. You're Yoden kin. Also, he doesn't have armor. He's dressed in, like, nice um, sort of, like, reds and tans. Uh, but there's no armor, and he carries no weapon, which is sort of weird because fire giants tend to be, like, really good smiths. So, and especially this guy works in a mine, right? Right. Well, you know, the, the, kind of what you're getting here is this is some sort of, like, mining operation thing. So, kind of weird that this guy's not wearing, like, any metal at all. Interesting. Okay, time for So, that's, that definitely clocks you as, like, a weird fire giant thing. That's your history. Go okay. ahead, and uh, what was your persuasion? Persuasion, rolling that now. Ooh, 18 plus 1. 18 okay. plus 1, 19. You see he scoffs a little bit. Uh, he, he says, um, And pray tell, how do you learn of this problem that we are dealing with? Uh, I have a friend up in the city of Brass. He is a, um, he's a metal worker. Um, of course, he has fashioned the armor I'm wearing right now, actually. Um, and uh, he's merely trying to protect his business and all the other craftsmen up in the city of Brass. Very, very smart. Uh, go ahead and roll a deception check and roll it at advantage. It's the best kind of deception. It's only like 20% untrue. That's why I said roll at advantage. Okay, uh, that's a 16 plus 1. 17. Nice. Nah, it's, he has not... Um, he's not really like lessened his guard but certainly you're not fighting so you're like this is this might be going okay so far <laughs> I, there are many who seek after what we have here many who find it valuable you have a friend you say well if he does not have access to it yet then he is no friend of ours so tell me small one he bends down a little bit why should I trust you solve what you claim is a problem we may not handle ourselves. By the ordering, I do not have much authorities in these matters, for sure, but I am an adventurer. My 
associate here, Virla, is uh, an expert in understanding the gift. If you want to make sure that the problem you have in there goes smoothly, if anyone can guarantee it, it is my friend here. You see, he says, the ordning is of no consequence to us, but if you bring one of us first gith, go ahead, make one last persuasion check for me. This is a little lower of a DC you've done okay so far. The ordning thing was a sensitive thing to these guys. Interesting. Okay. That's that's kind of what the history check that you kind of got some hints on was about. Hmm. Okay. Uh, that's a seventeen. Okay. Plus one. Yes. You see, he uh, looks down at the hellhound, Ferris. Uh, the, the hound sniffs you guys down for a minute to see. Basically, are you hiding any other like magical creatures or anything on you? <laughs> and. Uh, Oh, uh, yeah, like the, 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 the coat and you see like the fairies kind of flutter around um, it's like a, like an aardvark nose where it's just like huge suction <laughs> uh, and then like and kind of like swarm out and then go back in growls but then sits down uh, you see uh, this giant gives a nod uh, assists you very well follow the red fist howdor and I will bring you to the light bearer. Is he the red fist? He is the red fist, and indeed he does have that kind of like insignia on his tunic as though there's a red fist. He, uh, he is Haldor, and uh, he's bringing you to the light bearer. Mm-hmm. Girls. <laughs> Girls night. Uh, you Girls make it to the you make it to the bottom, and uh, I can't describe it better than Tolkien did. Uh, you're looking at fucking Mount Doom here. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you gotta you gotta climb. Um, it's not so difficult that there's going to be like checks to avoid falling or anything, but this is definitely this is intense and in the heat. So I'm gonna ask actually one Constitution saving throw for level exhaustion from Kiana on this task. You guys will make it where you're going, and with Finbar's help, it's pointed out easily enough where you're going. That 29 perception really, uh, <laughs> really pulling some weight there. But for Kiana, it's I just am do I get one. the level first? Okay. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, how's a dirty 20 tree, Jeff? Actually, 21, sorry. Uh, fortunately, you don't really wear, like, a ton of clothes on most days, so it's like, you know, it's pre- you're already kind of breathing easy here. Well, it's, it's already kind of out. I'll of flip the so. Barodium Fluctuator to the little fan attachment and, like, point it at Keanu. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. Oh, I just love the idea of it's like the, um, it's like uh, Long John Silver's uh, arm in yeah. uh, Treasure Planet, yeah. where it's just like, oh, he's got, he yeah. like flips it out to cut something. It's like a flamethrower. It's like, oh, not that one. <laughs> I just whip the knife attachment around really, really quickly. <laughs> like a oh, butterfly God. knife, but it's got a fan Deck in it. Class. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Oh, my goodness. All right, let's uh, climb this friggin' mountain. You make your way to the top, and indeed, you find a hole in the ash and gravel that covers this entire surface that you know where uh, you see obsidian black rocks jut out and reflect the dancing light of the sky as you pass but most of what you're walking on is just like loose and crunching under your feet as you make it there you see um yeah there are a couple holes three of them and they are probably probably small enough that a giant would probably consider them pointless but you're like 
I, these are just like a couple feet across, like just just tight enough for someone to squeeze through, maybe. Uh, and indeed, there's volcanic, um, there's like gas and smoke, kind of like slowly pouring out of these vents. So clearly, they lead somewhere. Can I cool. do? Because even though they're a little small for giants, uh, I'd like to just see if I could maybe check for traps or any sort of like magical wards <laughs> around the openings. Because it seems sus that the civilization would not have that kind of protection. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll an investigation. Yeah, get at those. Uh, okay, that is a 19. It does not appear that there are any traps or anything around where you can see. Alright, yeah, nothing to do but go down, I guess. Uh, I guess. How, like, steep are they? Like, are we, like, arms against the wall, like, shuffling down? Or is it more of, like, can we still kind of maintain some sort of walking posture? <laughs> Uh, no, this is a claustroph- this is definitely a claustrophobia fest, <laughs> and, uh, you're gonna be going down either feet first, with your arms kind of above you, I guess, like, kind of, like, shimmying, or you're gonna be crawling in. It's fairly steep, but it's also tight enough that you're not gonna, like, it's not gonna be a slide, right? You you can kind of, like, you're gonna be wedged in. F- Finbar- if Finbar was here, this would be doable, but rough. <laughs> for him uh so oh boy this is that's that's the scenario we're looking at so it's kind of steep but you're not going to probably you're not going to like just slide down like it's a slip and slide all right well you're going caving you just described like yes you're going caving, caving. yeah oh, yeah man. there are very few Look, it's not a convenient <laughs> way in that's why it exists you know yeah. i the player like this exist less than almost everything else in the world. <laughs> but Kiana grew up in this environment and probably isn't going to be that bothered. This is called role-playing. Uh-huh, yeah. Danny starts coming to herself and just walks around in the openings. <laughs> Danny, are you going in feet first or head first? Uh, feet first. Are we going in the same okay. opening or different openings? I think we should stick together on this part. All right, sounds good. Uh, all right, Danny just... You go in feet first, Danny. Just kind of scoots and then shimmies down in. I'll Amazing. like drop my uh, goggles Kiana... down, not for the sun protection, but just for like the dramatic effect and like button up the trench coat a bit. <laughs> so the collar's really uh, is... stealth mode. Buttoned up trench coat, definitely good for preventing cuts on obsidian. Uh, goggles, definitely good for uh, preventing smoke in the eye. That's awesome. And then there's Kiana. Kiana, are you going to do anything, or are you just going in? <laughs> you going in feet first, head first? Well, uh, I think this is kind of up to you, DM, because I don't know if my visage of the astral self provides any sort of filtration of smoke. Uh, it is like astral. Breathing. It is. You can walk. You can reach through it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Then I've got... That's a good try, though. Basically, no. I mean, maybe I'll, like, tie my, my sash over my face like a, like a fetching little face mask uh, and pretend like that's doing anything. <laughs> Can I offer you some of this golden fleece in this trying time? (laughs) I only need a little bit. So if you wanted to, I don't know, flash weave it into something, I guess you could take making. I don't really know if this would help with anything, actually. I appreciate the offer, but I definitely can't do anything with that. (laughs) I'll just tough it out and hold my breath. You know what's really good to put on your face when uh, it's so hot, hot that you could die from heat exhaustion. Just Whoa. a bunch of fleece. Yeah. Like a bunch yeah. of wool. Yeah, yeah, you know. So I'm going with <laughs> like the, of, the shimmery... Of unprocessed sheep fur. Yeah, so I'm going with that starry <laughs> fetching shawl that I have that has no magical qualities and probably isn't going to help very much. Cool, you just kind of wrap it around your face and then uh, head or feet first. 
I want to be able to catch Danny if anything goes wrong. I'm going in head first. All right, so yeah, your heads, your fingers barely touching as you just shimmy. Uh, amazing. You guys make your way down into the volcano here. Go ahead. Actually, now I know what a TV dinner feels like. <laughs> I just want to put into words because I don't think I've expressed it yet this session. I am so over the moon that we're doing iced. I love heist. You're having fun. What's up with auto and heist? I don't know, but I love them. Last time was the train heist. Now it's now it's just a volcano. I would do a heist every episode if I was running this. So thank you. Why is it always something about auto asking you? Auto missions tend to have you stealing things. Heist. Give Davian Otto's number, and they can like make each other's lives worse instead of involving us. Yeah. You gotta curse Davion, my poor sweet innocent boy who's never done anything wrong. I think Davion and Roy would be best. Otto doesn't have enough spell jammers. Maybe you could finally find him. Davion needs work. Anyway, so you do find these these natural forming vents, and indeed they are pretty obviously natural. Crisscross a little bit, so you get the feeling that whichever one you'd gone in, it wasn't like pick A, B, or C, and like A dumps you out here, B dumps you out, C dumps you out there. They kind of but that also means that it's possible to like kind of get sidetracked. So if I could have, uh, and there's two of you, so you could each make, or one could make an advantage, a survival check to uh, sort of navigate the tunnels here. I actually have a plus five to this. And I have a minus <laughs> one, so why don't you make it? <laughs> okay, with advantage. Cause it's wisdom, there we go. I'm really more of a city kid. I keep rolling the most bland shit. Uh, six, uh, yeah, 16. DC was 15. Oh, uh, there you go. Uh, so the amount of time you in you, the amount of time you in here, the amount of time you spend in here is not prolonged because you are able to, even though there's like a sense of like up and down gets a little shady and like which path is leading back because of the way that they kind of crisscross, even though that's happening, you're able to pretty confidently maintain your sense of direction and also can just kind of follow the flow of the smoke and ash that's drifting up uh i am going to need though one more exhaustion it first of all it's hot as shit in here but more importantly mm -hmm. there are volcanic vapors wafting yeah. out through this vent so i'm gonna need just one more dc 10 constitution save danny can make this one at advantage uh but kiana you can make this straight god you're gonna if you fail too many times, you're gonna get Avatar Roku. I rolled a natural I, 12 yeah. and a natural 19. So I already it's... mentioned Avatar Roku. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a natural 11, so 13. Okay, and Danny, I'm sure, rolled a 20. Natural 12 and a natural 19, so at least one of those works. There you go. Uh, yes, the DC, yes, the DC was, um, was still 10. You know, uh, I'm not actually prone to claustrophobia, but I think for this, I'll make an exception. <laughs> <laughs> It is intense. Uh, and how does Dan? Let's let's do some quick head uh, uh, head states before we see where we're going and then take break. How is Danny feeling about what's going on here? Uh, I think Danny is a little bit apprehensive because it's not the kind of work we usually do, and not so much for herself, but more like the rest of the crew is a lot more uh, squeaky clean, and this is the kind of shit, maybe not to this level of difficulty, but this is the kind of shit that Danny's been doing for Otto for years, so there's a certain amount of like, for me this feels like business as usual, uh, just now raised to the level of technical ability that the crew has, but I am a little worried that the rest of the crew doesn't quite realize the shadier nature of what we're up to, and uh, she, I think she's kind of cautious 
in the approach in that regard. But as far as shimmying in the volcano goes, she's humming the Mission Impossible theme in her head and is absolutely having a great time. <laughs> awesome. And Kiana? I think this is bothering her slightly more the longer she spends in the tunnel, because, like, being in a sort of underground tunnel system that's still designed for humans to move through all the parts of it is not the same thing as shimmying down through a little bolt hole into an active volcano. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, let's, let's not forget the active volcano part. Yeah, uh. I think, like, in the back of her head, she's just, like, floating in the astral sea and everything's fine, but it's just... Um, going to her happy place. Going to her happy place, yeah. <laughs> in that, like, timeless void of a couple hours before the Prospera <laughs> first picked her up and she was just floating with the whales. So that's that's fun. Everything's fine. <laughs> um. You make your way down, Danny. You see that the space opens up just a little bit, and that there is glowing light coming from the other side. The soft orange glow of lava. You are clearly entering a chamber. We're entering a chamber. There's enough space just for everyone to sort of like you guys to sort of maneuver. Sort of like uh, Zach and Cody in the air vents, <laughs> the yes. situation for a minute. Why? Why um, Zach and Cody? I would love for someone to do a, a tally of the amount of pop culture things I reference for visuals in an episode because I realize I do that a lot. I think it's higher but, on uh, Zach episodes. and Cody specifically. It's higher yeah. Zach and Cody. It was a, uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, you, know you guys sort of like understand. come in. I was going to do a wedging next to each other. Uh, it's been less than an hour. I do need one more stealth check as you peer into this chamber. So go ahead and roll those that at advantage. One, we, yeah, we still have. Ooh, very nice. Oh my god. Uh, 16. This time the other one was a 2. 21. And uh, knowing that this is, uh, Kiana's probably struggling, I will use a flash of genius to let her add 4 to that by being like, eh, eh, oh. chamber, a bed, and like punch <laughs> up and like her at the bottom of the foot a little bit, but oh wait, Kyle went down face first. <laughs> you, you know, yeah. a way yeah, to help with yeah. stealth, you talk to someone and then kick them. Uh, but yeah, I, so preventing her from sliding down, I really like that, like preventing her from sliding down uh, preemptively. So, sorry, so the totals were, Danny, your total was? Uh, 21. And, and Kiana with the, with the plus four? With the plus four, it's a dirty 20. The DC, the passive perception, the highest passive perception in this room is an 18. Oh my god. Ooh. You oh guys maintain it. Genius. <laughs> I won yeah, more Jesus. of those. It's coming clutch. What you see. In fact, actually, uh, we're not entering combat right now, but why don't I just go ahead and bring you over to the battle? Yeah. So you can Show really us what's see going it. on. You see a large chamber, magma oh. pouring down from several <laughs> spots from the walls. <gasps> clearly, you're in an old vent. Or uh, you're clearly in somewhere where lava used to pour through, and now it is venting out a lot of the fumes in the air. It is tucked away maybe like 45 feet. Like it's it's pretty high up in this kind of cavernous space. Uh, on the top right over here, looking down, you see there are these sort of, they're silvery barrels open and filled with bubbling, still liquid, this sort of like amber to rust color metal. In the room, you see there's a platform that is raised up right underneath you. In the middle of it, a pool of lava with a waterfall flowing down to the floor below. Uh, you see standing on that floor below uh, two regiment. well, it's one regiment, but split in half of Githyanki warriors, uh, mm -hmm. all in various states of, like, recline and all, all the way from, like, 
uh, sort of like a, if they could have a piece of straw in their mouth, they would. Uh. To guys like sharpening their swords, and you see uh, up top here there is a gith. They're clad in the typical. They're, they're they all have the classic gith yankee clad in silver armor, but with uh, rubies and other gems kind of laid into it. And it's never symmetrical armor. It's got the swirling pattern, and it's always kind of like asymmetrical. Very cool. Uh, you see one of those is standing with a staff, muttering and peering around. Whatever you heard about Kresh, which by the... Actually, um, was it brought up before that they were building a Kresh? I believe it yes, was. Yes, right? yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's not yeah. new information. Yeah. So Kresh is where Githyanki lay their eggs. Ooh. Uh, because uh, you cannot raise... You cannot lay or uh, hatch eggs on the astral plane because time does not pass. Hmm. So... You'd actually all intuitively understand this from your adventure uh, with Stranger, where you're finding the mm-hmm. princess. Yeah. In order to make more Githyanki, you gotta go to another plane. A crush is a cradle of eggs that they put on other planes for them to hatch, and for the Githyanki to grow up into fighting age until they can join uh, in Tunareth, the city in the Astral Sea. So, whatever you heard about crush, you see no... Githyanki built structures or eggs of any kind here. What you do see is a Githyanki woman with a staff kind of muttering and doing like faint little druidic incantations around this pool of lava where you see chained is an eyes closed 20 foot long what looks like a giant salamander um, it's an but it is completely black cracked skin with magma pouring through and it's got the little axolotl uh, uh, gills, the external gills uh, that are licking flames. <gasps> uh, you you can tell from the situation, you think looking at some of the tools that lie around and some what appears to be blood around, you think perhaps you found the source of the Zardazil. Wait, and, it makes it? This chained up and, critter? Oh my god. And that's where we're going to go to break. I'll, oh my, oh god. my god, we don't need to Holy. do a heist. We just need to do a really good animal handling check. We just need to rescue <laughs> It's not a little dude, fire, but I'll take axolotl. it. I, I'll take Ooh, the big okay. dude. <laughs> I'll yeah. take oh, the big dude. Hell wow. yeah, we are going to make a oh, friend. I feel way more morally good about this. <laughs> we still have to remember, there's like 10 Githyanki in here. Like, there's a, yes, there's 11, 11. Githyanki in this chamber. Uh, DM, I speak and... Gith. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing oh, the God. mental calculus you are currently of like, hidden. we have to fight those 11 Githyanki and that crazy fire thingy, but no, no, we get to free it and ride it into the sunset. All right. Gnarly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, amazing. Uh, I can't wait to see what happens. I'll take my pants uh, being Because I have no idea. <laughs> Once uh, once again, you split the party, and I'm like, "All right, cool, yeah, that's awesome." Yeah. Uh, I love when pe- I, I love when players split the party. I think it's a very it's kind of like a weird metagamey thing to be like the party must stay together. I love it when they're like, "No, no, no, we're better at different things." Anyway, I'm excited <laughs> to see what happened. I hope all the audiences too. We'll see you back here in just a couple minutes. <laughs> Rolling with difficulty. Today's adventure is brought to you by World Anvil. World Anvil is a browser-based world-building tool designed to help you, the creator, write and world-build, all while keeping your work organized and in one place. World maps, calendars, customizable wikis, visual timelines, and more let you decide how best to build your world. And when you're ready to write, look no further than the built-in word processor. You can write your prose directly in World Anvil to keep every step of the process in one place. We all know TTRPGs are all about the power of friendship, and with real-time collaboration, you can work with your players or other creators on the same project. On top of all that jazz, World Anvil recently rolled out a new feature called Whiteboards, 
This visual canvas allows creators to freely draw out their ideas, adding diagrams, flowcharts, mood boards, and more. If you're a more visual creator, this feature is perfect for you. You can chart out character arcs, storyboard key scenes, draw schematics for your spell jammer, or whatever else you need to help make the story you see in your mind come to life. Interested? Of course you are. And it only gets better because for our listeners, World Anvil is offering a special discount. Just use code PLUG at checkout for 40% off a yearly membership. That's code PLUG, P-L-U-G, at checkout for 40% off a yearly membership. Check out the link in the show notes below. And thank you again to World Anvil for sponsoring today's adventure. Rolling with difficulty. And welcome back. When last we left our heroes, you guys had decided to split up and take a two-pronged approach to this what is becoming a heist. We last left Danny and Kiana observing the scene below them, remaining stealth. So why don't we cut back over to Finbar and Virla? Hell yeah. Virla, yeah. as uh, you make your way through <laughs> this, literally, I mean, giant-sized city, quite literal in every sense of the word, mm-hmm. carved into the volcano out of uh, the igneous rock that has formed this, this, you know, this structure you see literally carved out buildings and streets. Uh, it is not hugely crowded. There's an impression that this is not a deeply lived in place, that it is more perhaps community people pass through. Like there's not a lot of sense of provincial life going on, you know? Okay, yeah. Uh, you don't see like, you know, the baker and the blacksmith and that kind of thing going on. Moreover, there's just some guards and you see uh, other people going about sort of secretive business. It's it's kind of hard to glean exactly the nature of what's going on here, besides that there is an insular community here um, of people who may come and go and tend to keep very, very much to themselves their daily goings-on. Uh, you follow our friend, whose name I uh, Haldor. <laughs> you follow Haldor. Uh, and uh, the, the hellhound's name is Ferris. Um, uh, follow, uh, Ferris actually follows you, and you guys follow Haldor as he leads you through to... There is a big entrance that is uh, similarly like that kind of round entranceway. Um, and you see there are three fire giants without... Still, still without armor, without weapons, stand, uh, the red fists standing there, standing guard. And then you move past it quickly. It's kind of like just a glimpse down uh, an alley so kind of uh, sort of situation as you walk past. Uh, and then you are led up some steps and into a room that is not actually that cavernous. The scale of the entire enterprise, beyond being you know in a giant village, just being in a volcano up to you guys whether it surprises you or not but certainly compared to some other stuff it, it's it's a little surprising the the scale here uh, is much smaller to call it a throne room would would be disingenuous because it doesn't seem opulent instead it kind of feels more like a meeting room in which there is one chair okay <laughs> um uh torture, sconces torture that poor yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the huge structure. like, all right, get up. Oh, Sconces no. that light the wall pour lava down them, and they trail into uh, along the wall and down to holes in the floor. Uh, and you see in front of you there is indeed a fire giant who has similarly no armor. This is the theme that you can now assume is true of any fire giant you see from going on. No armor, instead just uh, nice sort of foreign fabrics. Uh, I guess like Muslims, like it's kind of light but there's many layers to it 
So um, it ends up having a lot of like nice texture to it, and there is a crude but evident, f just kind of flame insignia, uh, sitting in the uh, in the middle, in the same place that the fist sat on these other other ones. This fire giant bows, uh, Howlor bows his head, um, and in primordial, which at this point you see, Docent kind of gives a little like boop sound as picks up on it, and what was unintelligible to you until now, Virla. Dosen's translation snaps into understandable to you as the primordial that's spoken uh, adds Hell to uh, yeah. Dosen's language list that you've listened for long enough. Um, Hell yeah. Haldor uh, kneels Ooh. and says, Yilki the Lightbearer, we have visitors from the city of Brass who say that they may have a solution to our... Avoids the word problem instead says, Intruders. Perhaps one that is more efficient than what we have tried in the past. You see, this uh, woman kind of leans forward. Ilki, the light bearer, observes you. I then, there's clearly a higher pitch to the voice, but it's still, it's like, it's like being emanated from like bellows. It's like, you know, this giant voice that fills this relatively small chamber again they're like 15 feet tall so it's maybe like a 20 foot tall chamber it's, um, so at least the sounds really echo in here off the stone Haldor thinks that you are in a unique position it seems to give up us guidance on this scenario we find ourselves in speak small ones and let us see if you waste our time or if you have indeed brought solutions um I kind of turn to Virla um, and then back to the fire giant woman um, I'm afraid I am not the expert here my friend uh, Virla is he uh, is extremely familiar with the gift um, and uh, their adventures out on the Asheville Sea uh, the only information that we know is that uh, they're trying to establish uh, what's the word I'm thinking of uh, crash crash uh, here up on this volcano and uh, we're just trying to get that information. So, point everything towards his big old brain, and I watch him work his magic. Um, I will say that I cannot, I cannot speak your language, but I can understand it. I say in common. Um, I, I hope this will not be an inconvenience, and if not, I can have Finbar translate for me. Uh, there's kind of like a strange look because, like, who understands languages? But can't, I mean, I know there are people who understand languages and can't speak. But to have someone like very boldly proclaim that, like, don't worry, I'll understand what's going on, but I'm going to speak. Come. There's there's yeah. sort of like a, a quizzical look. Um, but in giant, I'm uh, sorry, in in ignin in primordial, she responds to you and says, "Very well, men of metal, speak what wisdom you may have on these Githyanki intruders." Um, just to clarify, everyone is everyone in the group is familiar with what a crush is, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. we we've covered okay. this now. Uh, I will I will first start by asking, do you know the, the nature of what the Gith are trying to do here? She, go ahead and roll me an insight check. Sure. Uh, because I mean, Fidor can roll one as well. He's listening. Okay. Yeah. Oh, dirty 20. <laughs> okay. Uh, I didn't do so well. 14. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, 14, this would be obscured. She's a, a, a well-practiced leader, but uh, with a dirty 20. You see she responds, she says, Yes, they seek to 
lay their eggs, raise their offspring here. In this place that we call sacred to ourselves, that they claim as their own land. But in 20 Insight, you can tell that she she's not lying, she believes that. But there's also, there's a sense that she thinks that there's more going on, that she's just kind of letting you guys believe that so far you know she's she's not correcting you and saying oh actually maybe they have ulterior motives here um instead she's like okay that's that's pretty reasonable information and i'm sure you can act well on that go on i kind of hesitate for a bit but then i proceed yes as the gith yankee cannot age or sire any more of their clan in the astral sea they go down to planets in order to planets they go down to different planes <laughs> in order to start about star wars <laughs> yeah I know, in order to establish um new offspring do you this is where my knowledge fails me and you could perhaps help do you know on what, on what grounds they say that they're that they, they they sort of state their claim stake their claim she sits as tall as she has in her throne throne quotes as of now um it's not even raised on a, on a dais or anything there's kind of a sense that it's like this is an honorable seat but it's not that maybe it's a seat of veneration but not a seat of like leadership necessarily right okay. it's not a throne it's a place that someone who does all the most work and like the person that they all trust the most kind of hangs out to talk about this kind of stuff this is all the information we have you seek to inform us to give us what empathy to the invaders who set themselves now in our cradle in the place where we do the good work the harvesting of the Zardazil for which we are known and of which I am sure is information you possess and brings you here to begin with now so so far you just kind of said a bunch of stuff that she was already knew and now she's like okay so where's the part where Right. All right. You have. Um, you're looking for some honesty. Well, let me be honest. Now, if they're invaders, and it's clear that you haven't done anything to get rid of them, we get are kind of hard to, you know. Do not speak of our efforts. Three have died trying to reclaim the cradle from them. What? Then, let's make a deal. We get rid of the gift for you, you know, and. Quite honestly, we come for a little bit of that ore. Um, and you will not lose another fire giant. And you can continue your operations unimpeded. You will not return. Go ahead and make a persuasion check. Can I I'll add by saying we had What would you like hoped, to say? We had hoped to um, put our foot forward towards you in an act of diplomacy. But if you want to talk business, then let's talk business. I'm going to say, can still roll it straight. No, okay. I, did, I just wanted a zinger. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Um, okay, I rolled a two. <laughs> I'm going to use my inspiration. Okay. Yeah, okay, that's better. Um, that's a 17 uh, plus one. Did you roll? Did you did you roll that advantage or we uh our oh, no, right. are roll a, roll a d8? Oh so, right, yeah. Right, well, two plus a d8 if you want to add it. Ah uh, okay. Uh sorry, I'm thinking of the other table. My bad. I know. Um, you, you mean the other game we play weekly where yeah. we roll an advantage with inspirations? 
Okay. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, okay. So that is two plus uh, seven plus okay. one. So a ten. Okay. Not actively insulting, um, <laughs> but just not very much. Not, not a convincing deal. She says, uh, and so it becomes apparent. You come here to use leverage your claimed expertise on these aliens to convince us that we should strike a bargain. I see. When you speak wise, I wish to lose no more of our people. If you wish to deal with Yankee, you may go in without our blessing or our condemnation. They are deadly warriors. Do what you will. And perhaps after we speak of what bargain may be made, if we think that you have acted efficiently and with enough goodwill towards our people. Can I? I'm not gonna, I don't wanna ask this outright, but sure. the title no. Lightbringer is interesting to me and I wanna see if I can sort of glean any more information about that. Uh, roll a religion check. Okay. I'm I'm actually proficient. Yeah, all right. Yeah. You're proficient with religion? Hell yeah. Oh, that's the natural too. That's nine. Mister's keeping you humble. Damn it. Ooh, not a good day. Uh, uh I what was the total? Question. Nine, oh, yeah. nine. It was a nine. Nine. You don't know of anything specifically, but just throwing some pieces together. There's definitely some like, not giant god, but there's some like. Primordial god, primordial spirit. There's like something going on here. The reason they're speaking the language of fire instead of the language of giants. There's something going on there. It's probably related to that. Um, can't wait. I can't speak to Kiana, right? But you can't can speak to me. The mind link allows was, you to respond. Yeah. I was about to say okay. what I wanted to say quickly is, uh, Red, you had something you wanted to ask. I was gonna ask when the timelines line up. It's, uh, it's right now. Okay, because okay. I'm gonna mine uh, sent to Finbar like uh, we're in and there's like a really big uh, I don't know I've never seen one before it's like a big thing and it's chained in the middle and I think that's where the stuff we're looking for is coming from and I don't think they're laying any eggs they? you, you, you I'm gonna respond they? you see the gift? you found them? oh yeah there's like 11 of them uh, 10 of them look pretty interchangeable honestly but one of them's doing something <laughs> weird with a big guy <laughs> No, no, no. Some of them have purple spots and some of them have orange spots. Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. And the star bellied sneeds are obviously. Star than that. All right. And, and they haven't seen you, have they? No, uh, don't think so. So far, so good. Well, looks like we're going to have a drop on them. And okay. we got to make sure Danny prepares something big. Okay. Do you know what the big thing is? Because this. It doesn't look I like they're doing a crush. I don't know, but as far as we know, don't harm it. They these aren't regular fire giants. They're, they're worshiping something else. Uh, okay. So, gift bad. Whatever that big fire thing is, probably good. Okay. Would unchaining it be bad? Because I kind of want to do that. <laughs> That's an idea. Hold up for a sec. Okay. Um, just like just two chilling. minutes of awkward silence. In the <laughs> chilling in the I'm going to I'm going to um, turn to uh, what was the like combat time? time uh, <laughs> Mediation time kind of gets uh, squished. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. I think it's Ilki. Ilki. Ilki the light bearer. Uh, 
Okay, life bearer. Um, I think once you see us work, uh, I think you'll be more than satisfied uh, with the services that we bring. Now, I'm gonna take my associate here. We're gonna head to the gift. We're gonna get rid of them, and then we'll talk. A uh, couple information though. Uh, do you know where they are? We need to know where they are, how many, and um, in what direction. And anything to be aware of, either on our way there or in there. Hmm. Because uh, there is an active volcano among us. There. They are currently all within the cradle. Uh, by the way, the, there's definitely there's definitely a sense that when she's saying cradle, she's saying it in the Ignan word. And there's definitely you guys both speak Ignan, so you're translating it directly. But there's a sense that it's like they call it that thing, right? Mm -hmm. So like if she was speaking in common, she would still use the the Ignan yeah. word, for right? Them. Yeah. She says they are currently all, all that we know of are currently there. Haldor may lead you there and give you blessing to pass our guards. We do not know the number. That you will have to find out for yourself. When you do not return, should we come into possession of your bodies, is there anything you would like us to do with them? You may uh, toss me in the lava. I imagine my metal is a lot less rare than what you have here. <laughs> Indeed. There are rights of Imix involved. This we may do. Jotun. She looks at Finbar. I have no plans on dying today. It's gonna to be an easy job. The rituals of Enix as well, then. <laughs> okay. She sits again. That didn't Haldor. go so well. I like Motions. You all walk out. You return through the... Uh, it's out of the sunlight, quotes, but still incredibly cramped and hot. Uh, you know, you're inside a volcano. Little village here taking a new direction, find yourself down where you glance in that alley, that big hole where three people were guarding. Mm -hmm. Haldor uh, speaks to them, gives a command, they all part and says, Fight the valiantly. Ferris likes you. I would hate to see you die without a good fight. Uh, I, may I ask? You seem to have reached some sort of tenuous stalemate. There appears to be no open warfare or fighting. What was your plan if they were to lay their eggs and hatch their offspring? I can't imagine that their plan involved you in it. The Light Bear has many plans. It is not for us to know all of them before their time. Illuminating. <laughs> does Heldor stay there or does he leave? He's or... going to stay at the guard at the door there. Yeah. I mean, he might leave after you go, but so far he's okay. staying. Uh, I'll gesture to Finbar after you. Alright, looks like this is going to be messy. I'm trying to set up for a surprise round. Um, okay. Uh, I'm going to... Um. Mind link with Kiana. Uh, I'm going to... Okay, so I think where we're at, we're at the front door. Okay. So... Yeah, it seems like it. We got a nice flanking maneuver going on over here. Gotcha. Okay, um... Like I said, with a distraction, y'all gotta do as much damage as possible. 
I'll do what I can, but it's probably gonna mostly be Danny. <laughs> um, uh, while this whole conversation has been happening in Kiana and Finbar's minds, and Danny knows nothing, uh, is there? <laughs> no, I've been like whispering the highlights to you, yeah, just to like uh, they're but like just because it with sounds like we're about to get into charge. combat, and I have some ideas I want to run through that are not combat. So if there was any downtime during this, that we could, could have been like, looking yeah, there's around been the several room. minutes. Yeah. Go ahead, yeah. go ahead. What would you like to do, Danny? Big lizard. Uh, are there any eggs that I could see? Amphibian, Maybe yeah. in the lava? Any sort of lizard offspring? Uh, I won't even ask a perception check. There's no eggs currently. Okay. No eggs. Um, and those there's like those two braziers up at the top. There's like pots. Are they full of metal? Like what are those? Those you can assume are filled with Zardazil. Right, why are we fighting the gift? We can just get those things and get out. We can see our goal. Uh, they are giant-sized. So they're probably like like five feet across. Like, mm. Danny, if you laid down on the ground flat, or Kiana, I think is shorter, if you lay flat on your yes. ground on the back, they're probably about as wide as you are. They're giant maiden used. I don't think we can get that through the vents. I just feel like fighting a bunch of gits, like we're jumping into fighting gits when we haven't really fully looked around the room yet. Um, and so all the gits are just sort of chilling, except for the one with the staff who's over by the lizard. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, what the heck is that one doing? Uh, go ahead and make a... Well, it's really a druidic, but you can make a religion check if you'd like. That would probably fit best. I'll take that tasty plus zero, thank you. <laughs> Three. <laughs> probably a lullaby. Great. Awesome. She's singing to it. That's nice. That means it... If I... What if we get... Okay, two things. Two things. One, it's a, it's a gith don't know we're working with the giants, so why don't we try and work with the gith? and just not tell them we're working for the giants and then just get what we need and leave. Let them stick around. Oh, we don't have to fight a bunch of gifts. Who cares what the giants think of us? Uh, two, we could try and steal the lizard, although I think that might be a little bit harder to get out of here. <laughs> Either way. I don't, I, I don't, I feel like the gith aren't gonna like us anyway, cause we're in a hole in their ceiling. <laughs> it's not Walking their ceiling. Walking away with the salamander. Oh, uh, what do you got there? A smoothie? <laughs> I'm just saying, they don't know we they don't know that our the other two guys talk to the giants, so we could be like, Oh my god, the giants are sending a hit squad in for you guys, but we just want the medal. We can be straight up with them, because they don't they're not gonna assume we're good guys, so like we broke in here for the medal. Get the, there's these two other like death squad coming down to get you from the giants. Why don't you go let us give the medals? You see where I'm going? Is this making any sense to anyone other than me? I feel like Why would they let us if they think there's a death squad coming for them, why would they let us just fucking leave? We could offer to help, and we could, like, fake fight with Finbar and Virla, then we could Dimension Door and Vortex Warp ourselves out of here with a bag holding full of the metal, and then we don't have to fight a bunch of gith, and we don't have to fight a bunch of giants. I have I no plans on actually fighting them. I'm going to buy you guys as much time to just grab the barrels and dip. If we're just what? grabbing the barrels and dipping, why don't we just try and negotiate with the gith in the first place? They don't know we talked to why the giants. so many plans happening? You want to oh. negotiate with the Okay. If you say that out loud, I, I, I will say, I, I, I do not. I will not talk to the gith. Yeah, I think that Virla <sighs> isn't going to want to do that. Um, also, I don't think we can actually physically move the metal out of here any way that we came in. So then what's, what's your... the plan once we defeat the gith? And the giants giving us metal? Because they didn't say they would. They just Wait, said Finbar. they would neutrally go through us, right? If we, like, clear out the gith, are they actually going to let us take the metal and leave? Do we know? <laughs> now, my diplomacy is a little rusty, but... 
I think we have a decent shot at it if we clear out the gift. Right. Yes. Um, okay, that, if, that sounds if like we're out of, If we're out of Haldor's hearing range, I want to sort of tell Finbar about the results of my insight check. Yeah, like, you're I'd say you're definitely out. So you guys cross. Here's what's happening. You guys cross through that. There's a very short little tunnel into mm-hmm. a more open room. This is uh, clearly... Um, these are not natural forms. So the, like, the, like the place you were, this has been carved out. The room mm-hmm. that... You haven't seen it, Birla, but the room that Kiana and Danny are in is naturally occurring. This is passageway that has been made into that room. So there's a tunnel, gotcha. a slightly open room, almost like a foyer, getting into the room that is glowing with lava where you... Uh, where Kiana and uh, Danny currently are hiding. Yeah. So as you walk through the tunnel and you're now kind of out of earshot, if you whisper, it's echoey, but, you know. Yeah. I basically uh, I'm not going to make um, you sleight of hand on a whisper. <laughs> I basically say, like, she she told us... She told us everything that she felt comfortable telling us. There's something else that she was hiding. I do not know what that... I do not know what that is. But I do find it odd that... I find it odd that there hasn't been any fighting going on. I could be wrong, but it seems to me as though the Geth and the Giants have some sort of agreement. It's possible that Haldor and the others might not know. It might simply just be between them and the Lightbringer. I I think they're forced to come to an agreement because they can't actually fight the Geth. They called them invaders, you know? If they had the means to get rid of these invaders, I I think that would have been their primary objective, but they don't. So whatever deal they got is only because they can't get rid oh. of the gift. Oh, I agree. Yes. It so still how doesn't... far can your vortex thingy go? Like, could we grab one of those and just put it outside and then get it later? <laughs> can it target objects? Uh, I think believe my vortex war cannot target an object. It's a creature. Um, and it has to be a place that door can I can either. see. So it's far, but I can't just put it outside. I just, uh, I, if the plan is fight the Gith, we can fight the Gith. I just think also maybe, you know, might be good to consider that uh, no one in this scenario is our friend by default. Uh, we are objectively here to do a crime, and maybe we shouldn't right. plan on just being rewarded and should have some sort of plan B in the case that we need to, I don't know, Grab a lizard and run, you know. As as Danny's hey, saying that to Kiana, I'm saying to Finbar, there is no guarantee that we're going to be getting the Zardizal <laughs> from from the giants in the first place. They might simply just be having us do their dirty work, and either one of two things will happen: either we kill the Gith, in which case they will most likely do something with us, or uh, the Gith kill us and they're right back to where they started. Well, my options are really limited beyond just picking things up or punching stuff. So uh, if you have a quick escape plan, I would love to know it, but I don't have one myself. So I'm betting on Uh, kindness. We do them this kindness, and in return, they give us a little bit. So maybe I'll be a little naive. I do not think that we were very... I don't. Th- I do not think we were charming enough to uh, really make that option possible. But at the end of the day, giants also respect might. Show them we're strong enough. enough I have no qualms with killing Gith, and so if you think that this is the way to do it, then after you. 
<laughs> Where Arkeana. are Kiana and Danny on this map? Like, because we're in a tube you know in the uh, ceiling, I can, right? Actually, What's directly below you, us? I can throw you in real quick. Uh, I mean, uh, just some inside baseball about uh, Dimension Door. But I think the caster can bring objects as long as their weight doesn't exceed what you can carry. I can also... Oh, I can also bring one willing creature of your size or smaller who is carrying gear up to its carrying capacity. So if Kiana were to pick up the... Or My Kiana carrying capacity is really good now. <laughs> Kiana yeah. and Finbar both probably have enough carrying capacity. Like, they couldn't carry... Like, you, they couldn't carry that back to brass, right? That's no. too far. But they could physically hold it. So either one of those... Um, the problem is, is that I can only do it once, I... which once is maybe all we need. I do have an idea that for would... getting one of the braziers full of metal out. Okay. Uh, um, <clears throat> we're right above the payload. Right. <laughs> I have this bag of holding. <laughs> that was a gross sound. And uh -huh. a spell that makes things smaller. <gasps> do you think... If we just make a big enough distraction, or maybe we don't even need to make, maybe it's just Finbar and Viola make a distraction on the other side of the chamber. We sneak, 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 mm -hmm. shrink, scoop. It doesn't matter if it gets bigger because it's already in the bag. Throw it over my shoulder, and then we just scamper on out of here, and Viola and Finbar could dimension door after us. Then we don't have to fight the Gith, we get our shit, we don't have to deal with the giants, and we just make a bunch of enemies, but we don't live here, so who cares? I. I mean, you. Well, I'm not here. I, you do I'm live not here. That. <laughs> you definitely am... do live here. <laughs> I feel like that's that's well, like a good. They also part don't of know the she's here. They also don't that's know true. she's here. That's yeah, that's true. That's they only true. know me and Vila are here. So yeah. No, yeah. I'm I'm fine. I'm fine with that. But that means that we're locking out the opportunity to save the cute little axolotl creature. Yeah, I I I think I've just been like staring at this thing, <laughs> trying to figure out what the hell is going on with it. Like I don't I don't care if I know what the druid's doing. I just want to know if the lizard's sad or not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I don't want to break my mind link with Finvar to find out for sure, but it's so All tempting. Right. We figured out how to get at least one barrel out, right? Right. I think cool. we only need one barrel. Yeah, he didn't specify an amount. Once again, Otto's lack of specificity comes to our advantage. <laughs> okay. Okay. If we can get one barrel, great. Second idea is getting, we know how to get ourselves out. Fantastic. Now, Kiana also wants to save this axolotl. If well, we I'm like 50-50 on saving the thing. <laughs> then the distraction we need is I'm going to bust it. I'm going to have every single Geek Yankee on my ass. See, that'll buy us at least one round. I'll have Vila on my back to get me out. While they're distracted, Kiana, you could probably get a strike on whatever the druid is doing. You know, and let that axolotl know you're a friend. <laughs> In all that chaos, Danny comes through, nabs that barrel. Kiana, you let me know the second we have that barrel and we start making our exit. Okay, there's a, I think there's a hole in this plant. I don't know how Danny and I are getting out. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna scramble up. Vortex warp at a prayer. <laughs> Just do a little, just do a little scamper back up the holes. How yeah. far down? About. How far yeah. down do we ha would we drop to get here? Y'all got rope. Uh, it's about. I think I said it's about forty feet to get down from where you're I currently. I can't jump forty feet. <laughs> Not straight. About? You have slippers you? of spider climb. Well, first off, that's yeah. true, and also, uh, forty feet is forty-six, which is 
three and a half times four, so what, like fourteen fall damage or something? Oh, I, can, I mean, I can negate that with On my average. reaction, but exactly, the, yeah. Jumping back up forty feet is oh, the yeah. problem. But you can, you got something to spider climb. I would need is a there ride. A, I know. Is there a, just a free wall that we'd be able to climb up? Is that, or you're is like, it like there's a drop a, over empty space? No, there's you're on a wall right now, and like it's you kind of like up here, and the wall is like mm. curves above you. But you could you oh, could run so up there feasibly. Where the edge of this is would be where the wall is. I think we're against. Yep. I think the wall's at the top edge, actually. Yeah. So oh, okay. the outside, the perimeter of this room, assume that is jagged wall edge. All this in the blue square there is all elevated. It's higher up than where the Gith Legion is standing. Actually, they got a name for their little army thing. Uh, where that Gith uh, squadron is standing uh, is higher up. So this jagged stuff you see is stone wall that's thrusting up out of the lava to make a platform. And then around the room are walls that enclose this entire space. So currently, Kiana and Danny are sitting right over some steaming vent of Zardzel. And... Uh, they're in the wall there. So they could drop down onto this higher platform and they'd still be above where these other gith are. The gith down here would have to like climb up to them or something. Okay, that's pretty good. Oh, so they really only have to deal with the, the druid. Yeah, yeah. You guys I don't I know mean, what they're also, you could just... You have seen gith misty stuff, so. Oh, true. Yeah. Uh, I just, I really want to know what's up with this big lizard thing. <laughs> uh, amphibian. Hey. We'll amphibian. Have, this we'll fire have, amphibian. We'll have the elemental surprise on as our advantage. Okay, make the most out of that. And with that, I will bonus action. Oh dear. Pull oh God, out the whip. Uh, okay. From my arm. Yeah. Um, so this has been uh, a lot of conversation. What's happening now is you guys enter from that little hallway into this foyer area, which is mostly yep. dark. Uh, shadows cast from the room with lava where you can see ahead. Um, mm -hmm. You can feel the heat wafting through. If there's any understanding of geometry between the conversations you guys have had, they're up ahead. As boys, as you walk into this room, your feet echoing across the cavern, uh, you hear somewhat sourceless as it echoes through this room. You hear a voice that comes down and says, Well, well, well. Gith! Some weird looking fire giants. <laughs> what brings you to our little nest? Us or them? Like, talking to us, talking to them? Uh, he doesn't see, though. This is in the separate room. You So, uh, let oh, me okay. show you guys okay. real quick where you guys are. Oh. Oh, there's a fucking other guy that wasn't even featured? There's more Shit. guys? Shit. You guys are in this room, and I'll go ahead and throw you onto this map. Here's where you are. Uh-huh. Finbar and Virla walking through... This is the entrance over here, right up ahead. Okay. And that sourceless voice comes to you from in here. From in, in the room that they're currently in? Yep. So Kiana and Danny, you can't hear any of this. They have stumbled into a separate encounter. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Why are we fighting the uh oh. They're timeless warriors from the Astral Sea. They might have plans. Anyway. Uh, in our defense, yeah. the Gith usually fight us first. <laughs> So, what do you, uh, so far, there just kind of seems to be a chuckle and like a, uh, an observation, a query. What can I assume of you? Sent in by the fire giants, yeah? Befriend him, befriend him. Oh, couldn't it be a worse duo <sighs> for trying to talk their way out of a Gith encounter? <laughs> Let's see, we've got the person with a, a bloodthirsty hatred of all Gith Yankee, and then we've got just like 
Uh, howdy. <laughs> we were here on behalf- I, I say in Gith. We were, we were sent here on behalf of the Lightbringer and her clan. To see what kind of deal can be struck regarding the claim to this land. Deal as they piss off. Sars now. We took it fair and square. You took it fair and square? Why are they still here? Well, you know, good work takes time. Why are you questioning me? I can't ask questions. Also, where are you? I don't really want to be speaking to nothing. <laughs> oh. Yeah, let's keep that one a secret for now. I like watching you. Can I have can I have docent cast uh, detect magic? <laughs> oh fuck yeah! Yeah! <laughs> I I roll. literally can't cast Give. detect magic right so, now because I'm concentrating. He's still hidden, but go ahead and roll uh, a perception check at advantage. Uh, Hell yeah! You're uh, should be a disadvantage, but I'll um, I'm not even gonna make it strict. Gonna say advantage with docent. Uh, nine. Oh no! Shit! <laughs> with advantage. Yeah, um, I got a three and a seven. You're looking Oof. around. Uh, you don't see. Uh, actually, that's not true. Let me let me roll. I, uh, let me roll for him real quick. We're not gonna. He's um, he's actively stealthed. Uh, yes, he does roll. He does roll above that. You look around. You're not seeing any arcane source. Shit. Currently, he uh, just comes back in, um, almost like from a different perspective now, but it's still kind of sourceless. So. Didn't cut you down right away because you weren't fire giants. And uh, you're not with an army of fire giants, so I've got to assume they're uh, not backing your play here, so to speak. So, before I cut you down, what brings you here? Uh, ain't nobody cutting anybody down. Show yourself. <laughs> Alright. If you really want to. Uh, go ahead and roll initiative. Uh, yeah. We could have talked with the kids. We really couldn't we have. We really couldn't have. Uh, no. Yes. Girls' night should have talked to the gith. Boys' night should have talked to the giants. We should have just. Both of us should have sided with them individually. Ah, it's fine. We'll see. We'll fight our way out of oh, this. Oh yeah, because you know what? Rolling you, the difficulty needed a great divide episode. Uh -huh. You guys, you guys can, you guys can side with the gith. Yeah, we're siding with the giants, which means that we're diametrically opposed to the gith. You guys can side with the gith, and we'll meet in the middle. I thought we were going to do that right away, but I guess yeah, not. I'm siding with the axolotl. Um, I want to roll an inside check on the axolotl. I want to know if it's okay. <laughs> 16. Maybe it's being chained roll up in lava. Uh, you know, you can roll inside. That's fine. Yay! Uh, you guys get advantage on your uh, initiative checks. Ooh. Uh, well, they're uh, currently in another room. Yeah, we're so, not involved in this uh, yet. Okay, they're not. Okay, so let's okay. get at least one round under our belts, and then maybe we okay. can get some initiative going in there. Um, sure. My insight uh, check was see, a 23. What's that axolotl feeling? Mostly it's asleep, but you can tell that it's, it's uh, bound too tight and that uh, it's kind of twitching restlessly. There's clearly wounds on it. Uh, you get a sense that however they're harvesting this, it's not. Uh, it's not. Not probably not ter uh, terribly humane. Danny. Danny, do you have a really quick way to break chains from a distance? <laughs> uh, so go ahead and uh, what do we, uh, Finbar, uh, your initiative is? 11. Okay, and good old Virla? Uh, 16. Virla, you're up first, as clearly, uh, y you know, you're all kind of like ready for what's about to come. Uh, what would you like to do, Virla? Um, is, is this, whoops, 
is this just like the entrance, the way forward? Yep. Just if you go us? through there, you're gonna enter the new room. Well, just start walking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Five, six. That's thirty. I will ready an action. Nah, I'm 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 trying to to goad him, them. Uh, already in action. Um, it's a him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Githyanki aren't humanoid. Uh, they are humanoid. Right. They yeah. are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will ready in action. If I see, if I if I am attacked, I will cast hold. Oh wait, no, I have to see them. Yeah. If I can see the Githyanki attacking me, I'm casting hold person. All right. Awesome. Cool. So that's your concentration currently going, uh, because yeah. holding a spell like that is concentration. So detect magic drops. Very cool. Finbar, yep. you see Virila begin to gather arcane energy. What would you like to do? Um, I'd like to make a. Huh. I only have one action. This sucks. Okay. Let's 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 do the smart thing. Okay. I'm gonna walk up to Virla. I'm going to put my hand on his shoulder, and I'm going to cast uh, Bark Skin. Oh, thank oh, God. Is that a, that's not a range of self? Uh, it's touch. Touch? Okay, yeah. I mean, t- touch, yeah. Yeah, okay. so touch would be for another creature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So your AC cannot be lower than 16. Yeah. Oh, thank God. That's the highest <laughs> it's ever been. I think, right? You have right, Simbar, I got that right? Yeah, I believe that's um, right. Oh, wait, no, Do that's I... shield. Oh, but with shield, it's fucking busted. Yeah. Let's With go. shield, you get up to 21. Um, nice. All right. Uh, that does mean you guys do not have um, enhance ability up. That's okay. Um, That's okay. And then uh, bonus action, I will activate the story form, and I will take the form of the uh, dragon to start. Awesome. Uh, are you guys going, like, back to back? What's yes. the... Uh, so... Back to back. All right. So fantastic. Cool. There is a faint shimmer as uh, for... Uh, bonus action, uh, and Delian the Gish is going to teleport down. Oh, the Gish. What? And then he is going mm. to unleash his first attack at Virla at advantage. So he's invisible while he attacks. At the end of his okay. first attack, you will see him and be able to cast um, uh, sure. your spell, assuming you uh, hold on to concentration through whatever comes. So here we go. Yeah. You see he appears, um, you know, you've seen gif before they are tall this guy is lean um kind of classic he's got like um uh his hair is all like sticky uppy like a troll's doll yeah um but yeah okay. silver armor everything and uh he's going to let's see yeah silvered longsword one of the dreaded silver swords of the gif yankee um, oh my god that is a yeah. 17 plus 7 is a 24 to hit oh yeah that hits <laughs> all right first comes the slashing damage that's six slashing damage. Six. All right. And then, uh, shit, I need more D8s. What? 10 plus 12 is 22 psychic damage. <gasps> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's attack number one. So no! the total damage was 22 plus, what did I say? Six. Six, so that's 28. So you need to make a DC 14 concentration check yes. to hold on to hold the person. Yeah. Jesus. I don't want to use you. you, you. I don't have an inspiration, do I, DM? Uh, I, I don't know. Do you have an inspiration? If it's written down, you got it. If not, you don't I got don't it. I don't think so. So I guess uh, we'll if anyone else is one they want to throw, I don't know if anyone has any lying around. I don't. Finbar used his. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With a sorry, 13, friend. that's going to fail. Oh, I'm so sorry, dude. 
Yeah, you see immediately comes in and sticks right through steel on your steel body. Um, yeah. uh, the blade hurts, but what hurts far more is the psychic shock that blinds you for a moment. Barkskin holds, but his first attack is done. Mm-hmm. And then... No, he's, he's not too scary, you guys, yet. Yeah, he's going to attack. The, he's just going to do three attacks, which is all the attacks he can make. The next one's coming at Finmar, though. So, okay. Uh, that's an 8 plus 7 is 15 to hit. Nope. Cool. So he's going to want to try and get you one more time. Uh, that's a crit. Natural Ooh. 20. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this one's... This is going to yeah. be... This we is just started off damage. <laughs> The, uh, okay. You know, thank you for joining okay. us for season three, you guys. Re- re- okay, remember when they said we've sent three fire giant warriors in and they died? I thought they were bluffing. <laughs> I. We don't need to kill them. We just need to buy time to steal one of these barrels. That's it. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Okay, so you guys dimension door out of there as soon as it gets too hot. We can probably yes. grab one and scamper back up in time. It's eight plus six is fourteen slashing damage. Okay. So that's 32 plus, that's 50, that's 50 points of psychic damage. Okay, Bark. I'm still up, yeah. Okay. So uh, Barkskin skin definitely failed. <laughs> Barkskin's right. gonna be down, I'm pretty sure. Um, Shit. Jesus Christ, so yeah, he comes in invisible, strikes across Virla, and then flips his longsword around, just one-handed, not even like going all out on this yet. He does um, a jab past you, Finbar. What you think is an easy parry turns out to be a feint, and he brings the sword in and the guts you, like pulls the sword across your stomach. Jesus fucking Christ. And like, it feels uh, pretty intense. Ow. Armor absorbs most of it, but in terms of, you know, how long you can keep in a fight, another one of those would, Ooh, would no, be no, the no, end no, of Finbar. No. Uh, oh that's the end of his turn though. He used everything he's got. So, uh, we're going back to the top of initiative with Virla. And, by the way, at this point, oh, I mean, let's see what Virla and Finbar do. Because it's very possible we could be rolling initiative for other people as well. Can I see the other room? Yeah, totally. You can see exactly into the other room. Do I see everything in the other room? (laughs) Danny and Kiana and like the higher platform uh, well you can't see Danny and Kiana but you can definitely see into the room and you can see the very edge I would say you can't see the Xenomancer who's the, okay, the okay. druid that's up there but you can definitely see the upper edge if, you, if you're talking about a dimension door you could totally 100% dimension door from where you're standing to the upper edge in that room I don't like saying this but I can't take another more I can't take another hit how about you Finbar I can't either All right. I want to I want to try I want to try I want to try something. I want you to hold that until I hit, get this hit. I will remind you that he goes spell. between me and hit you. He no, does. he doesn't. No, he goes no, he after. He goes both after both of them. He rolled oh, a, okay, he rolled cool. A six All right, initiative. yeah. That's yeah. Actually, that's the, the one, uh, one thing saving you right now is I rolled a natural four on his initiative. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll hold my dimension door. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, dimension door to the edge, just as far away as I can. Wait, um, would that be into the room with all the other gift? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Dude. This is the distraction. <laughs> I. No, <laughs> No, but I need you to be able to get out. <laughs> okay. You're the one that said we needed the distraction. Oh, You're the one that said we needed the distraction. It's happening. The... I think dimension. I'm holding my I'm holding my action until after Finbar goes. I'm gonna dimen- I'm just dimension dooring out of there. I'm at 19. Finbar, I don't think can take another hit, I'm especially when psychic. Okay, okay. Can you yeah. dimension door just fully out of like the combat zone? 
could you just get to safety? Because I think popping in, well, taking the hit and then popping to back To speak out. on a so, meta level, what's gonna happen once they dimension door in is that they're gonna dimension door in, uh, everyone's gonna be surprised, and then everyone else is gonna roll initiative and we're gonna add it to this initiative round. This is clear to all the characters. You're moving far enough from Endelian that he's not gonna be able to get you this round. So basically, this round of combat, yeah. if Fearla dimension doors, which he will because there's nothing to break his concentration, is Finbar's gonna take a turn, they're gonna get away, and then Endelian is going to like chase after them and roll initiative for everyone else. My thinking so, was that Endelian my thinking was that if we left and like exited the combat, Endelian would come to you guys, like come to your room and basically warn that stuff is happening. So, I mean, I, either way, we, we, sorry, sorry guys, we kind of blew our our, <laughs> our surprise. Hold up, hold I up. I don't okay. like that we don't have a quick exit anymore. <laughs> we gotta just do stuff. Stuff is happening now. So whatever they're doing, they're I gonna do it. Just... We're in a different room. We gotta just let okay. Wally and Noir do what they're doing. Yep, yep. All like right. all good cool. D&D yeah. heists, uh, it, uh, it went wrong. It went wrong. It wrong. just called that now. <laughs> All right, I am we, going we around. We the plan on screen like fools. What? What did you? <laughs> what did you think the going wrong part would constitute? Of course, it's going to be combat. <laughs> I am going around for the flank. I'm cool. holding where he stabbed me. Um, I have the tentacle whip in my arm, and I'm going to make this attack at advantage. I, I'm okay. going to say. I, I need to be holding on to you in order yeah, to... Yeah, can move back, though. I, okay, all right, all right. Yes. If I need this to crit, I need this to crit so badly. Come on. <laughs> Wally! Come on, Come on, baby. Come on. It'd be so cool if it critted. What what, what, what happened? What happened? Crit. He's got his arms crossed. Uh, what? Baby. I rolled, can you roll that 20? I rolled a 3, and I rolled a 20. Nice! Oh! <laughs> Okay. Oh, okay. it's happening. Okay. You're, you All just right. crit with a mind flare weapon against him. Yes. Yes, I did. Oh, yeah. He's not going to like yes. that very much. <laughs> he's not going to like that at all. Okay. So this is uh, a D4, a D6 plus four. Um, that's, okay, that's five total. Um, what? I, how do we do this again? Um, uh, it's max damage plus whatever you right. roll. Okay. So um, 10 plus... Um, Nine. Nineteen. Nineteen um, damage? Yes, total. That's not too shabby. Cool. Um, the target is now stunned until the end of my turn. Oh, shit. So he's not even going to be able to get into the room here. Until the oh. end of... No, until the end of its next turn. Sorry. Cool. So he's going to spend one round yeah. stunned, which is this round, and he can't do shay. So you come... And we've never seen this before. You see Finbar with the deftness of someone who is much smaller and uninjured than himself. Um, maneuvers behind the gif and point blank lashes out uh, from his arm extends a red tendril that wraps around Endelian's throat uh, and you see there's a uh, what kind of damage is it actually? Um, it's uh, slashing and psychic. Hmm. Uh, really quick he does not resist either of those. Cool. Um, cool. Yeah you see uh, uh, he almost drops the sword and reaches with his free hand around as the thing uh, shocks him, basically. His pupils dilate, a little bit of blood comes out of his nose, and his body seizes up as he is stunned. Uh, Finbar, I assume you're gonna move back into yeah. touch with Virla. And Virla, your dimension door goes off. We're gonna uh, leave. As, as I dimension door, I'm gonna flip him off, and I'm just gonna say, Tronzo Barbie. <laughs> Which, hey. uh, according to that PDF, is uh, to flip one's mother over on the grill. Hey, oh. Someone else has opened up. Amazing. Australian uh, 
Cool. So, Virla and Finbar, you have enough understanding of the room. I'm just going to throw you in here. Throw yourselves wherever you would like to be. I think there is fine. Cool. Everyone is surprised. Uh, yeah. The thing happens. And actually, do you guys get it. around? <laughs> oh, God. How surprised are they? Do you guys get around where just you two get to do things? Actually, yes. Okay, here's what's going to happen. Surprise round. Virla, Finbar... And Delian are not supply surprised, but in mm-hmm. uh, so and Delian's turn, he does not follow you in. He is stunned out there. The stun ends. Beginning of initiative. Can I have everyone roll? We're going to put everyone in the initiative tracker, and the f- uh, three people who are not surprised plus uh, Kiana, who is immune to surprise, are all going to get to go before anyone else does. <laughs> so, uh, do oh we keep God. our initiative or? Uh, yeah, uh, we're going to keep tasty. the same. It's the same combat okay. going. So, all right. Yeah. Yep. Well, I can't believe it. What kind of god I, did you pray to to get that one? <laughs> I saw the three, and I saw two. I'm just like, no, that's not it. And I'm so scared, guys. <laughs> it's episode one. It's episode one. Uh, if this goes too bad, can we just do a do-over? Nobody has to know. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody must know. Keeping the same initiatives. All right, we have... Uh, h- holy shit, Kiana. Taking up the front, we got a 27. I rolled a 19. Uh, for nice. Danny, we're coming up with a 20, which is also dope. Um, I've got to roll for the Tleshalotl. Is I just uh, wait? Hold on. Tleshalotl. Okay, Tleshalotl. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the pronunciation. I looked it up in uh, Journey right. the Radiant Citadel. Um, yes, the uh, X's are SHs. Yeah. yeah. So that's right. actually, I believe Axolotl is wrong. It turns out. It, yeah, it's Axolotl. Axolotl. Tleshalotl. Anyway, Tleshalotl. We're gonna get. Um, He's so cute. He's basically, uh, he's going to roll disadvantage because he's basically asleep. No. Um, Sleepy boy. <laughs> bad attacks. It's still not terrible. He's coming in at nine. Although, again, he is unconscious. Yuna Zese, the Xenomancer, is going to come in with a... Oh, I technically still have my bonus action, by the way. Uh, that is, yep, very, very cool. So we uh, will resolve that in just a sec. Please tell me you she comes in with a plus four. Hot oh, damn. She's uh, Danny. What's your dex? Uh, my dex is fourteen, so plus two. Uh, she beats you in the initiative. Uh, and the uh, layabouts rolled like dog shit. So our Githyanki warrior minions—they are minions. So uh, reminder: minions uh, die if you hit them with an attack roll, or if they fail a save that causes them to take damage. Otherwise, if they take damage, they have hit points like anything else. Um, but you can kill them a lot more easily, and they still have, but they have their normal damage and their normal um, AC, so they they can still hit, but they go down much easier. Uh, anyway, they rolled a four initiative, so <laughs> they're not they're not doing so hot. Okay, uh, okay let's descend. Uh, that's exactly correct. So Finbar, go ahead and resolve your bonus action, and then we're picking up at the start of initiative with Kiana. Cool. Uh, bonus action, I will uh, cure wounds myself. Uh, oh, no, no, sorry, that's an action. Uh, I will healing word myself. Um, that'll be 10 points of heal. Wait, nope, that's a little more than 10. I'm missing 14 points. There we go. All right. Okay. All right, cool. That's it? <sighs> yes, that is all. Awesome. Kiana, you see Mind Link uh, went wobbly as you could tell shit was going down. As they appear, your finely honed battle instincts kick in. Uh, you are not one to be caught off guard. What would you like to do? Danny, you need to be up close to the 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 metal thing, right? 
to do the shrinky shrink and put it in the thing. We're standing right above it, aren't we? You're yes. 40 feet above it. Just... What's the range on reduce? I assume you're casting reduce. Well, it has to be next to it to grab it anyway. It's reduced. Yeah, it's 30 feet. So I had to get okay. closer. Okay, you want us... Okay, I'm taking us down. <laughs> I'm going to grab Danny. Please be stealthy. All right. And I'm going to drop. Amazing. Okay, I'm going to roll. So it's 46. I'm actually going to roll. You're carrying another person. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna say this is fine. No action required. I'm going to say instead of 46, it's 66 because you're, you're carrying a lot more weight. Cool. But it's uh, all to but you, But I will Kiana. tell you straight up. Uh, you can reduce it by like 8,000 or something stupid. Like I that. can reduce it by 40. So you actually cannot damage me with 66. <laughs> okay, yeah, so we're at... I'm rolling gangbusters. We're at 20. <laughs> Uh, 29. Shame for you. It's down by 40. I'm rolled, feeling better I, than ever. I did not roll below a 4 on any of those. Right. So I'm going to drop us right between, like, behind. You see the bit where it's, like, it's like tucked up between the the uh, the barrel and the wall? I'm just dropping us down into there. Yeah, literally um, where you're sitting right there? Exactly, yeah. Perfect, well, amazing. You fall silently uh, hit the ground, uh, slippers silent on the ground, car- uh, bridle carrying Danny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you still got, that was 40 feet of movement to get out of there, so. But it was straight down, does that, I mean, it's fine. Yeah, falling movement counts as, um, does falling movement, uh, while I remind me, does falling movement count as, as movement? I think it does. Right? I'm actually not sure. Because I know huh. jumping counts. Because, like, if you had, like, if you had a crazy jump distance, like, Kiana, if you did a crazy jump thing this turn, um, and tripled your jump distance, but you didn't dash or anything, so you ended the turn in air, you would, that would be part of your movement, and then you would, on the next turn, finish your jump with the rest of your movement. I think falling movement right. counts, because if two creatures are falling at different rates, like, per round, you just do their movement for how much they're falling, right? Yeah, there's there's actually falling. I think you fall 60 feet per round or something. You know what? Screw it. Um, I'm going to look up the rule later, and it doesn't have to slow us down right here. Yeah. You have all your movement left. Used, uh, let's say you use five feet um, to get out of there, so you got the rest of your movement minus five. Cool, okay, then I will hop, uh, over the barrel and in front of it just to provide Danny with some cover, uh, because I'm just assuming that's the most important thing right now. Um, and I... Jeez, um... I guess I'm gonna use my, uh, my action to bust out the arms and the visage just for funsies. Uh... Oh, but cool. I'm not close to any bad guys. That could. Mm, well, no, how much? No, what's your speed? My speed? Uh, please hold. Forty-five feet per round. Thirty. Thirty-five. Forty. Forty-five. You could. You could. Uh, you got forty feet. Uh, there's probably a way you can. You can cheese this to, to get, forty. I mean, yeah, I you, get yeah. You within could. ten feet of. The... Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. You you could totally get it within ten feet if you wanted to do that. Do I want to do that? I think I. Don't I... Know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 I'll do that. Uh, <laughs> I feel like posting up in front of Danny to block anything is only helpful if, uh, you know what, yeah, let's do that. Let's just draw Yeah, it's really attention. not that helpful. It gives her yeah, cover, let's... but she's kind of behind a barrel, so she's already yeah, got cover. Yeah, I don't need, I'm good. 25, 30, oh, hot, hot, okay. <laughs> now yeah, my you don't, action. Uh, I'm not Matt Mercer. You don't have to make an athletics check to jump over two feet of lava. Thank You're you. You're fine. Okay. Uh... Arms of the Astral Self, summon one key point. Each creature of your choice that you can see within 10 feet of you must succeed on a dex saving throw, DC 16, or take 2d6 force damage. So that's okay. that's that's the scary lady. Just, okay, uh, the, the Tlushalotl. Okay, cool. Uh, so she not needs not the Tlushalotl, yeah, I'm not, I'm not messing with that. 
I wanted to wake up and be my friend. Uh, she's actually good at this, but she rolled a three, so she's gonna Aha! fail. Eat it, okay, 2d6 force damage. Please hold while I roll. We got, ah! Please hold while I retrieve the die What's I just the name dropped. Of... Hold on, there's a word for a Gith Yankee party of 10. They have a they have a name for their, their battle contingents. Well, it's only six force damage, but it's better than nothing. Uh, yes, six is higher than, than nothing. Sarth, the Sarth. <laughs> It's a Sarth? Great. A Sarth is, is 10 Githyanki. So you said 6? Yes. I don't think I need the visage, actually, and I might need my key points, so it's just the arms. Oops, okay, cool. Me. Just the arms. Yeah. Boom, and then you got an action still. Uh, no, summoning the arms. Oh, wait. It's a bonus on. action. It is. So I guess we're... I guess we're punching. <laughs> oh, so anyway... No. Well, I, I mean, I just felt everything go to shit on the other end of the psychic link. I'm assuming we're fighting these guys. Uh, uh, okay, yeah. yeah, I'll use my action to try and punch her. <laughs> I hope she's doing something bad and this is okay. Um, oh, jeez. Uh, okay, unarmed strike, arms the astral self with... Yeah, okay, so plus eight to hit. And there's no advantage or anything. We're just... Nope. Just flat. Yeah, surprise means that she uh, can't take reactions or anything. I'm guessing that a... 14 isn't gonna hit her? Uh, 14 is her armor class. Oh, oh. does that, Jeez. do I, did I get her? Yes. Then? Yeah, yeah, you hit her. Okay, yeah, fantastic. It's, the, um, she, is, she is more druid than she is warrior, although she's no slouch mm. when it comes to some of her physical stats. D6 plus five. Oh, there we go, 10 points of force damage. And for my second Shit. attack, if I roll a six or higher, I'll hit her again. Me and my big mouth. I rolled a five, so uh, I miss her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Wait, hold on. Here's the thing. Kipasa. Uh, I, uh, we talked about this at the end of last season that Kiana has oh. some alternate rules that she uh, that we uh, forgot about from Tasha's oh. that are they're totally legal. So I'm just gonna oh, quick, wait, quick, 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 quick read some of those out so that you know about them for this uh, encounter. Here we go. Ready? Yes, please. Uh, uh, optional rules. Uh, dedicated weapon we're not going to worry about that basically lets you use a weapon for your monk fists and like if you have a spear or something key ah. fueled attack if you spend one key as more uh, as part of your action you can make a punch for free on your bonus action quickened healing as an action you can spend two key points and roll a martial arts die you oh, regain yeah. a number of hit points equal to the number rolled plus your proficiency so if you need to heal yourself it's an action and it costs two key mm -hmm. here's the one that you want focused aim when you miss with an attack roll, you can spend one to three key points to increase an attack roll. Oh. The attack increases by two for each key point spent. All right, so you can spend well, one key point to turn that, that miss yep. by one into a hit. One key point will push that over the edge, and I will do another 1d6 plus five? Uh, uh, plus your wisdom. Yeah, 1d6 plus five. Ha-cha! Ha-ha! 11. 11 force damage Hell yeah. this time. Very, and, uh, very cool. You know what? Just because I know she's a... Oh, wait. You know what? This is already the surprise round, so she can't do anything before I get my next round, right? Correct. Okay, so there's no point in doing a stunning strike yet because she's basically already stunned for the duration. Uh, From but a sort of meta time. perspective, yes. Yeah, I'll I'm it. sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to... It's okay. I was just... Yeah. You know, there there is a weird overlay of meta that's actually very reasonable because it preserve some of the and we're not gonna get into that right now excellent kiana right. you jump down what a what a <laughs> filter you jump down expertly lay behind his barrels drop danny off hurdle the barrels jump across some lava 
pop your arms and do an old one-two, um, completely taking this uh, gift lady by surprise. Uh, her turn passes, her surprise ends. Danny's turn passes, her surprise ends. Virla, you're up. Okay. Can I get a bead on what this druid is? Like, what was it doing? I, I don't know if I would be able to see anything from just, like, the brief... Um, you know. it's, I mean, the, the, the answer is yes, but the answer is also that it's an ability check to I insight know. that. So if you have other stuff you'd like to do. I don't, my priority is making sure that the, the, the barrel gets, the bar, my priority is making sure the barrel goes out and then I'm taking Finbar out and I'm trusting that Danny and Kiana can, can do so on their own. I don't think I have anything on me that can directly help the intellectual model. So, I'm trying. I, I figured that this might be the the best use, unless anyone else has any recommendations. I I don't want to meta game. I really don't. Dodging has never hurt anyone. Although an uh, an ability check would be super dope here. It's true. It's 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 what he would do. Yeah, I <laughs> I I want to figure out what the. Uh, huge respect. It's completely unoptimal to take uh, an ability check like that during the combat. So I'm going to go ahead and throw you an inspiration and go ahead and make me our cool. check. That's going to be a fairly right. lofty DC since you literally just saw what's going on. Yeah, no, fair enough. I am. That's a natural one. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. It's uh, all right. Yeah, there's, there's a lot going on and you literally get beast chained up woman being beat by your friend <laughs> so that's 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 about where you're sitting right now okay i don't know what she I'll, was I'll doing but she sure wasn't helping this i'll thing. tell finbar basically what i just told the group once i see that danny has pocketed the the goop um i'm taking you out like to safety right <laughs> yes okay <laughs> i'm taking you out <laughs> Um, like a, on a date or with a sniper rifle. <laughs> let's, let's go get her. Yeah, let's get her. And I guess I'll I, I'll end my turn, but I'll be looking intensely at the druid. <laughs> All right. Uh, no bonus action or anything. No. Okay. Finbar. Oh shoot. Okay. Um. I will use an uh, action to heal myself. Cure wounds as an action. Sweet. Okay. That's a solid 19 points of healing. Sweet. Um, I will move over to the beast. It's asleep, correct? Yep. Please don't throw him off. He's okay. Any So any square that is uh, 50% or more uh, stone is considered stone, and any stone that is 50% or more lava is considered lava. So you're okay, okay. there, Finn. Awesome. Um, the one above you is definitely lava. <laughs> okay, for sure. Um, can I try to shake it? Druid well, can I... Druid. You want to try thing... to awaken it? It'll take... It, it would take an action, though, right? It would take an action. Yeah, okay. I don't have much to do with my bonus action. I do see Danny in the corner, though, right? Um. Yeah, Danny didn't actively hide. Yeah, she's so. just making the. Danny oh didn't get around. Oh my god! Also, your Why? Crazy. Based on everyone. <laughs> like just frustration. Okay. Um. 
oh, okay, bonus action. I will turn to Verla and be like, I'm right here. And then I'll turn invisible. Oh. <laughs> All right. Sweet. All right. Telushalotl is both unconscious and surprised, so we'll just give him a little pass. Oh. And Delian's turn. Let's double check real quick where he was standing. Isn't he still fucked up? Yeah, no, that was his turn. Passed. Oh, right. Okay. So Fuck. he didn't get to chase them in at the last round. Now he is no longer stunned. 10, 15, 20, 25. So it's going to take a whole movement just to get into the room. And he did not recharge. Oh, wait. Actually, I have to roll one more time to see if he recharges his Misty Step. What's on a recharge? Uh, nope. Uh, it's actually an Astral Step. So here we go. Go ahead and drag Endelion in. Um, and he's going to bark some orders in GIF. So some of you understand that. Um, mm -hmm. And basically, he just shouts out, like, fucking three-legged dogs. What are you doing sitting around? They're in here. And uh, he's going to rally them. Their turn comes, their surprise ends, and we come back to Kiana at the start of the turn. Okay, I guess I'm punching this druid more. <laughs> um, all right. First attack. When in Rome. Yeah, I mean, you know, why not? I just really don't want to find out what she can do if the other one is that scary. Uh, all right, here we go. Yeah, that's the tough thing. It's like, he's a warrior, but she's a spellcaster, so. Uh, I got another five. I can just push it with one more key point. <laughs> I'll do it. I think it's more important to wallop her. Uh, Go for okay, it. First hit. Ten points of force damage. Damn, you're rolling like crazy. Nice. Here. I am. It's fives and six only on that die. Second attack. I swear to God. <laughs> that one was a two. I'm not going to try and salvage it. Okay, yeah, that would cost a lot. I mean, it's technically possible. <sighs> Bonus action, Flurry of Blows. I think I spent another key point on that. <laughs> uh, it is a, it's a, it's free to punch once. It's a key point to punch twice. Oh, so it's it's free to Flurry of Blows you, only once? It, yeah, exactly. It's called an unarmed, it's, yeah, it's, it's like your oh, unarmed okay. attack. It, it's basically like an offhand attack with a dagger. You can do that for free if you're a monk, or you can spend a key point to do it twice. This die is on probation. It just rolled me a five, a two, and a three. We're using the, this nice one from now on. Um, Do, sorry, uh, does Virlin know that the Teleshalotl is what's producing the, the ore, the Zar Zardazil? I uh, mentioned that to Finbar over the mind link. I yeah, guess I, I'd say that the yeah, understanding is made here. Yeah. yeah. There's like we a big smatter, smear of blood on the ground between the barrels and this uh, yeah. being. Okay. I, I just had a thought, but I, for, for the sake of Oh my God, I'm my not going to say it points. until my turn. Okay, I rolled another five. That one I'm using a key point to push it up to uh, to actually hitting. Uh, so that would be seven plus eight, 15 to hit this lady. Okay, yeah, uh, that'll hit. Yeah. <sighs> and and are one... you doing, you have Seven. hit a couple times. Um, yes. Actually, before the first attack already passed, the second attack you hit, did you want to spend any key for stunning strike? Because you could have done did, it. I did, yes. Uh, I think. So let's, instead of waiting to the end, let's say, because this would have changed a lot, so I don't want to backtrack too far, but let's say the second attack that you hit. Or did, did you hit with? No, you, you rolled it. The second attack is the only one that I've. Cool, okay. So at the yeah. end of that first attack, let's. Let's, let's do it. Okay, I'll bump down Sorry, one more key point. Yeah, this uh, is a little backtracky. It's so. okay. DC 16 con saving throw. Okay, here we go. That's a natural three. Hey, okay, so she's and stunned. I don't think she has any legendary resistances, so she is stunned. She's, uh, you have no idea what you've done for this battle. Uh, she is stunned, so go ahead and roll your last attack at advantage. 
Oh. Um, instead of okay. rolling those other ones, uh, by letting you go back in time, we're just Hold on. we're so we're not. Wait. Uh, okay, so I. What's up is that uh, we're doing a retcon and saying that you tried to study strike there because uh, that was a little generous. So what I'm saying is, um, because it was a little generous, we're not re-rolling attacks two and three. Just four go ahead and roll at advantage since she's stunned. Okay. Does that make sense? So you're going to get a bonus to this one, but the other okay. two, we're playing them as they lay because okay. we did a little Fantastic. Run. In that case, four, I rolled a 14, so plus my eight. So that, that okay. hits her, and I didn't mm -hmm. need to spend a key point you to didn't push have to it. Spend a key point. Oh, okay. So yeah, roll your damage. It's getting a little low. Yes, roll the damage. Uh, that is uh, eight points of force damage. Okay, sweet. You're okay. whittling her down. I am. Um, and she is she's... stunned. One fist comes in, and as she begins to bring an incantation, just throat punches her, and she <laughs> drops the staff and All right, begins good. to I... choke. Okay. Action. Bonus action. Uh, that's basically everything I can do this round except for movement, and until Danny has the thing in the bag, I don't I don't need my movement just yet. Correct. All right. Okay. Uh, Yuna the Xenomancer, is stunned, so she will not cast Force Cage. Uh -huh. Oh, we What? We move on to Danny. Danny uh, rouses herself from the "Oh my God, these idiots" pose uh, to <laughs> slap a reduce on one of the barrels in front of her. Um, cool. I don't think it, objects get to make saves, uh, right? They I just do reduce. not believe so. Yeah. yeah, objects do not make the yeah. Constitution cool. saving throw. The barrel reduces. Um, it's now we're talking like novelty keg. <laughs> like okay, you, yeah, nice. uh, you got it in your bedroom and you just like, you know, mm -hmm. you can put some whiskey. I saw it in a Barnes and Noble one time. Anyway, uh, so you could uh, you could feasibly slip that with your object interaction into your bag. Pull okay, is that part of this turn or would that be a an action on the next turn? Uh, no, it's just your, it's your object interaction. Great. So the th same thing that lets you like open doors. Yeah, and Danny, shit. in the span of six seconds, slaps a reduce, shoves it in the bag, throws back over her shoulder. Can we get out of here? Okay, so you got one. you got one barrel. Otto didn't put a limit on yes. the numbers. <laughs> Otto said nothing Sophia, about amounts. Uh, how many how, how many times can you cast in large reduce? We can do it again if we wanted to get the other barrel, but we're dying. Hey. No, I <laughs> hey, I'm I, not saying you need to get it or you don't need it. I'm just, I was just saying this is we're keeping track. There are two I'm barrels there, you've taken one. Can I can I this is a bit can I take a free action to yell at Danny not yeah. on my turn? Yeah, um, totally. Can we get the apple and the tree? And I point to the Tleshalotl. Oh, you want to make it small? What size category is <laughs> the Tleshalotl? Oh, we get, please, please We're do taking it. the source what, of the Zardazar. What size category is the Tleshalotl? It is, it's huge. Uh, It'll get down to large. I don't oh, think that'll fit that in large. the bag of holding. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. And I can't imagine. It's in the bag of holding. I, I need to carry either. it anyway. Does, All right, fair uh, enough. Does, well, that's true, though. Okay, here's the thing, though. If it goes down to large, Kiana can carry it because it's. Oh big my enough. god, really? I think yeah. you can move a creature up to one size bigger than okay. you, right, Finn? You can grab yep. a creature up to one size okay, bigger. Okay, the bigger right. problem there is that I'm not fireproof and I can't touch it. It also lava. only lasts um, for one minute, so you would have exactly one minute to get that thing outside <laughs> before, before I get it comically crushed. crushes you in a tube. If that's the case, then I would, I would have to dimension door Kiana out. And I, I don't I would have to leave Finbar. Don't so, it's out. another it's a Maybe. creature though. You can't you can't dimension door her with the Tleshalotl out. Oh, okay, fair enough. That would yeah. be that would be you, cheating a little too much. I I can get out. You can? I can it's up, it's up to you. into um Oh no, nothing that flies yet. Never mind. 
Okay. But by all accounts, we have succeeded in the mission that Otto wants us to do. And yeah. so we could just leave. Just bonus okay, so... objectives now. I think we'd solve a lot of problems by just killing these guys. <laughs> you guys are so bad at crimes! <laughs> You're too good! Yeah, say the word. Say I the word. And I, I, go, I go into heal mode, and I'll keep everybody up. You guys just have to do damage. I'm down. I mean, my turn has come and gone, so I can't scoop Danny yeah, and get like, us up the wall I don't wall have anyway, a bonus so. action. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to stay where I was because... The plan was to get out. So unless someone yells a different command at me, Danny's turn is just getting the bag of goo. Cool. Well, all right. This was all enough. free stuff, so we're moving on to Virla's turn, and Virla can take any actions he would like. Uh, as this is okay. all, everything's happening very fast right now. So there is some mm -hmm, planning that can be mm -hmm. made, but a lot of actions will just have to be taken um, right. as they come. <sighs> okay. This is a, this is an absolute hail mary. Oh god. Because mm -hmm. Dimension Doors limit is 500 feet i don't know if 500 feet will put us in rock or, or anything oh like that oh my god no so um yeah i I'm, I'm gonna go to where finbar said he was gonna go and i give kiana and danny a look as if like we're doing this like we're, we're, we're bolting all right That's, that was um kiana if you want to have if you have any other thoughts get them out now because this is the plan I I have things I want to do, but we we don't have time. <laughs> I just really want this big salamander thing to be okay. But I also okay. want us to be alive, and that's a little more important. Let's see. So. Oh, man. I see the vent, right? Uh, yes. It's where we dropped out of, yeah. I Can I roughly go 500 feet, like, but like a straight line for where I'm standing right now and the vent 500 feet in that direction? Yes, you absolutely can. And the volcano is not more than 500 feet, feet thick, like in terms of the crust, so you're definitely getting outside. Okay. I will say that I don't think Virla has a complete understanding of how high up or low down they are. Yes. yes. So, so what I'd like you still to take do is damage. just roll me a... Um, hmm. Let's call this... It's not quite 10. Let's call it a DC 12 survival check to see if you can roughly pitch yourself on the ground sure quick math uh it's a d8 for the inspiration die right <laughs> it's a d8 yeah <laughs> all right i rolled a four so uh, oh, no. i gotta i gotta got roll a, a four or better roll your d8 that's a fucking one all right no. wait what's that bring you to five uh, five can't get you to twelve no sorry seven seven oh, no. uh because four plus two is with my survival plus the one. I could get you to seven. 11 and still wouldn't make it. All right. Well. But that would probably reduce how much damage she takes on the fall, right? And uh, How would you know? How would Kiana know that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what's happening anymore. I'm, I mean, in fairness, I'm fucking leaking fluids. I'm hurt. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not thinking clearly. I don't uh, like so it when Otto is... sends us on jobs. Man, for the first time it in probably a long time, I, I just mutter. Oh, it'll be fine. All right. This, uh, this roll me. Fucking part of your goddamn Fearla, plan. <laughs> Fearla, ro uh, roll me any dice and just tell me whether you got evens or odds. Oh, my God. Uh, sure. Uh, <laughs> Are you too high up or too low down? Seven. Odd. 
Uh, odd, odd is too high up. <laughs> okay. Okay, so... What, Fall damage what, is better than Entombed in Rock. What you see well, okay. is... Yes, because if I cannot teleport there, it's the spell fails and we take yeah. force damage. Oh, so, so, you see, Virla, what does your dimension door look like? We've seen it once, um, we see it again here. I don't. I forget if I have described it before, but I'm imagining a Nightcrawler Banff. Um, very, very cool. Uh, you see the magic that had just begun to dissipate from the last one. Boof, takes both of them out. You guys find yourself outside in the sun. Sorry, you rolled... What was the total you got? Uh, seven. Seven? Yeah. You guys are going to fall... Okay, I rolled really low. You're going to fall 30 feet, so you're just going to take 3d6 falling damage. Okay, sure. I feel like that's enough to knock your out. It's only but seven Finbar's bludgeoning damage. Right there. All right, yeah, I'm Finbar fine. Has to stand I'm all right. Yeah. Too. I'm at 45. Oh, okay. You guys just yeah. Comment. Finbar. Finbar's <laughs> been healing himself this whole time. Yeah. You guys just invisible while leaving Virla out to dry. <laughs> you guys comically vanish. I'm gonna take you right out of initiative here. Vanish, disappear, and <laughs> blazing sun. Ah! Fall 30 feet. Land flat on your backs. Uh, any any interaction? I hit the ground and I sulk. <laughs> I kind of lay there like a snow angel. Um, like, okay, where that's two out of four. Uh, let's get the other ones. Uh, let's trust them to get themselves. So oh, that was Finbar. Do you have any actions you want to take out there? Um. Can you dimension door back in and get one person in worst case scenario? Now that you know, I've, I've used all my fourth level spells. Okay, well, you can have this, and I'm gonna give him uh, cure wounds, um, real quick. Thirteen. Um, we're waiting for the other two. Kiana, you doing all right in there? Oh yeah, it's everything's fine. Uh, <laughs> can I have my turn? The, <laughs> the Tlushalotl sleeps. And Delian's turn. Let's see if he gets no. shit. Okay, Fuck. I'm gonna roll the I'm gonna roll the D6 for his recharge on Astral Step mm -hmm. right here, because it's the difference between him having to physically crawl up this walk, rock and taking a ton of movement, or making it. He need you want a one, two, or three on this D6. One. Oof. That's a oh. one. Shame for you. You lucky, oh. lucky as shit. He's just going to yeah. He's got he's got a ranged attack, but you guys have such good elevation over him it's 30 feet up he, he can't really get a um uh oh he has dimension door but it's gonna be his whole action to do it. so he, he'll he'll blow yeah. a dimension door just to get up there um it's his entire action um and then he's going to yeah he's gonna run over because he sees uh i'm being you're big and flashy and so punching his five, druid yeah 10 15 20 25 30 he can't even quite get to you but sure can't uh, you see him rounding the corner now. This guy looks like he means fucking business. He's pissed. There's a purple simmering like scar or uh, like wound around his neck that is uh, from the slashing damage and the psychic that went into him from that crit. Yikes. Uh, cool. Githinki warriors. They're all going to take their bonus actions to uh, do their once per day misty step and teleport up. So they're going to get up 30 feet. Right to the edge there, these guys as well. And then they got 30 feet, so. Jesus Christ. These guys can all get in around Kiana. They're squishier though, right? 
Uh, they are all minions, so they if all have. I hit them. That's fine. Yeah, they are going to. Um, they're going to step in between you and surround you. Uh, they're not rolling an advantage. They have a four to hit, but there's five of them, so they're rolling with a plus eight. Hmm. Uh, an eighteen to hit you. My AC is eighteen. Uh, so that will hit. Meets a um, So that's four times five. So that's uh. Oh, you resist psychic damage, don't you? I sure do. Okay, so that is uh, uh, three times, 15 slashing damage. Ow. Five psychic halved to two psychic. Okay. Okay, not bad. Um, uh, yeah, that's, that's their whole go. And then these guys can't actually get, they're gonna like move up to Danny here because they can't, they don't have any range or anything. So they're just gonna like, they, they can't even really all get into melee with you. Like a guy can kind of stand in that spot. And then, oh wait, no, this barrel's gone, so yep. he'll stand there. And then the rest of them can't because there's walls and lava that they're not gonna fuck with. So you've got three next to you right now, mm -hmm. Danny. Uh, and it's Kiana's turn. I don't have so, enough bonus action disengages for this. Uh, well, so you only need one disengage to get away from everyone. Really? You yeah, a disengage gives you a condition where you're disengaging for your whole turn. So, okay. if you disengage now, you disengage from everyone. Okay. That would let me close the distance back to Danny. Then I could use my action to grab her, but I couldn't also use my action to climb the wall. Yep. Which is the problem with not having the bonus action disengage. It's but if well, I do bon if I don't bonus action disengage, leaving means every single one of these minions whacks me, and then I have to move through Undelian's threatened area. Take the bonus action. What is your jump distance? What is my jump distance? Hold on. I don't know, DM. Hold on. <laughs> calculator, 5E. Jump calculator, 5E. Thank Here you. Here we go. Fetch Bust on. it up. Okay. Uh, how tall? It doesn't actually matter. That's for your high jump. Your strength is currently a 19, correct? Sure is. All right. Assuming you use Step of the Wind, which will let you dash disengage on your bonus action, out a running start, your long jump is 18 feet horizontally. So that's what well, we, we're going to round up and say that's 20 feet. So Okay. So I you could, could just jump. jump. I you could basically clear the lava. You could clear the lava and land right in that square there with uh, a bonus action to uh, whatever, if, whether you want to disengage to avoid this attack of opportunity. Mm -hmm. um, it would just be one attack from all of them the same way that it just went down. Um, you and would, then how much movement would I have left? That would be 20 feet, so the rest of your, however... Um, okay, if that's you, not... If, but that's the same cost as bonus action disengage and running the distance. It doesn't actually gain me anything. Well, it saves you. First of all, you don't have to run around the lava. You're jumping right okay. over your lava. And if you jump over the lava, if you didn't disengage, if you dashed, then you would take one attack of opportunity from those minions. But you're oh, you're clearing Endelian. You're moving past Endelian. So you would, if you want to take that risk on an attack of opportunity, they're rolling with a plus eight. They got a 50% chance of hitting you. And the only cost would be that you're risking an attack of opportunity from... From the minions? From the minions, yep. I'll take it. Which, I mean, Let's it could be it. a crit. But all right, so go ahead, jump across the lava. I'm going to roll in front of the board here because if this is a crit, this is Five, extremely 10, bad news. 15, but 20, thanks, if it's a miss, then it's extremely awesome. Here we go, 1d20 plus 8. That's nope, a natural nine. one. Easy. Womp, womp. Okay. okay. It's a crit, but so, not the one you wanted. <laughs> Okay, you, so my, my my 20 jump clears the lava, 
and gets me out of minion range. Yeah, so actually we're gonna narrate this after this is all done once we've crossed all T's and dotted all I's. Okay, I'm gonna spend my key point for this, first of all, just to for the uh -huh. for the step mm -hmm. of the wind. Uh, step of the wind, the... jump. Yep, that's how you're able to do it to begin yeah. with. You're dashing, so that's 20, 20 feet. I, I could have been using my, my telekinetic reprisal, but there's no time, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> no, there's no, there's 25, just not 30, time. 35, 40. I'm gonna scoop Danny oh, uh, cool. with my action. If, if she allows it, then that's yeah, totally that's fine. fine. Perfect. Cool. Scooped. Uh, and then that was 40 feet of movement. If I, Since I've dashed, I have 90 total for the round. Yes. All 50 of that is going straight up the wall and into the chute. Okay. I assume she has to put um, me down. If there's a way to like block it behind shoot. us, that would be fantastic, but I'm not going to be picky. <laughs> I'm going to just ask... Oh, this is... Because it's just... It's just... You're squeezing both of yourselves in here. Yeah, I assume she can't carry me into the chute. Like, you can get me up there, but then... I think I can shove her into the chute in front of me. <laughs> you can, you can. What you want, yeah. though, what you want is to not be seen anymore. You don't want line of sight. So I'm going to ask if I have, you to you roll... You said it was 40 feet, so No, 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 50, you can get... Yeah, but it's like... It takes us into the chute. Yes, it does. But again, imagine you're, you're having to move Danny weirdly, right? So we're going to yes. make a check here, and it's not going to be a high DC. But I'm going to get ask you to roll on acrobatics, and I'm just going to say a DC of 10 to see if you can thread this final needle. Acrobatics, I have a plus six. Okay. I'm not rolling this with any sort of advantage, and both of my dice have been real bitches to me tonight, so let's You just got to hit see. a four. Four. Ah! <sighs> Twelve. So, okay. there you go. Okay. Uh, to 18. Uh, Jesus Christ. Um, Tuck in! Yeah, if you, <laughs> if, if you'd, if you'd miss that, um, uh, the spellcaster was up next. But Kiana, uh, Red, please describe, because that was, you just probably saved both, uh, you and Danny's lives. Please describe oh, how those last six seconds just went down. Oh boy, uh, like a full twisty flip handspring out of the melee of all the dudes. Uh, and since they rolled a nat one, I'd like to hope that like two of the minions kind of like accidentally whacked each other in the face <laughs> when they were aiming for me, <laughs> circular firing squad style. Uh, kind of bounced off my hands when I hit the 20 foot mark, uh, scooted the rest of the way, snagged Danny with one of the astral arms, clawed my way up the wall and <laughs> just like into the chute. Um, yeah, you, you made it through for dramatics. What happens is you make it in, shove her, and begin to crawl. Uh, and as you do, you hear a, a, a last square and gif. And then behind you, a spectral wall appears uh, as she casts Force Cage to try to trap you guys in there. But being able to make it into this, like, geometry is wacky. She doesn't see exactly where you are. Tunnel has gotten you out of the range of it. And uh, effectively, combat drops unless there's anything else anyone wants to do. Oh my god, okay. And just a bunch of astral bolts, like, skid off the rock behind <laughs> you as Andelian tries to catch up to you. Uh, uh, like, oh, tries to shoot boy. after you. If we're tries to shoot hustling after you. up the tube, if there's any sort of, like, nexus point where all the tubes connect, I would maybe drop a shatter behind us, like, if we got, like, 30 feet up, so that we could try and close off as many routes as possible on our way out. You want to, yeah, uh, let's say one, you know, as you scramble up, one final shower to make sure no one is following you because indeed it's totally possible they could have sent some minions after you on that one mm -hmm. yeah. uh 
you there's a shards of obsidian go flying uh and uh lucky you've got your glasses on to prevent you from you know taking any of uh, that in the eye but uh completely devastate i mean if you want to roll for damage it'd be pretty devastating <laughs> it's an object eh, why not i haven't do done it. any damage yet this session i was gonna say i feel bad danny didn't really get to do a whole lot <laughs> danny was the only also, one who stuck to the goddamn but also you, plan you shockingly lived and uh the way things went down I, uh, that was not a guarantee I didn't know about that 12th guy. Uh, that would have been 17 points of damage from Shatter. I rolled a 6 Uh, a six, yeah. A just 5 a 6 Just a five. <laughs> collapses behind you and you guys scurry out the cloud following behind you of like ash and shattered uh, metamorphic rock. Oh, Igneous. Right. Igneous. Oh, go! Oh, Count the fire being involved. Get past Mandy! Everyone start moving! We can't knock down this volcano any Is longer! <laughs> I spilled all my dice. No! You guys emerge skidding, coughing, sweating <laughs> from the fire, uh, from the side of the volcano and sliding down as. I assume you're just going as fast as you can. Run! We're, 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 we're Go! You uh, see standing up and dusting themselves off. Finbar and Fearla out in just the middle of this field. Just run up to whichever one of them like, is closer to and like kick him in the butt. Like go! <laughs> Alright, yeah, we're, we're moving. We're going okay. to, to find... Okay. Oh god, what was their name? Mandy? Mandy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You, yeah, you come up him. on the Inferno Road. Mandy uh, is long since run out of cigarettes <laughs> and is just like fucking around. Uh, oh, sees you approach says... So, uh... No, 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 we gotta, we gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. Run past onto the Strider and, like, flick one of my yeah, cigarettes no, to that. Mandy and just, like, toss a burnt, like, you know, produce flame, like, light it. we we'll like, we gotta go. <laughs> All right, yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, it's one of those chops. All right, yeah. <laughs> Takes the reins, flicks them. Chalk. You guys Start get the, the fuck out of Dodge. Return to brass. He needs to plan them better. Wait, plan them. Wind whistling through your hair. You see, they go. So, uh, how much we score? A uh, giant-sized barrel of it. Shit, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, when when are we uh when are we picking up the rest though? I'd like to make an inside check uh, to what? see if Mandy is fucking with us. For <laughs> <laughs> an inside check. Eighteen. Mandy just assumes you made some sort of deal to get it so far. Oh. Actually, that's probably a stupid assumption of Mandy because you're running away. <laughs> we so, came out re- on fire I guess, and yelling. I, I, that, that's actually a bad interpretation. Uh, DM has to apologize and wreck on that. Um, Mandy understands what's going on and is fucking with you. <laughs> I was okay. going to say, you came out yelling. Man, this is exactly the kind of thing Mandy would expect. They, uh, they told you that stealing was totally an option. So, fantastic. You guys uh, make your way back. Uh, pay a gold to take a gondola Not back up to the City again. of Brass. Danny <laughs> <Eddie laughs> hasn't paid for a gondola style. ride in her life and she doesn't intend to start now. And me on the T. <laughs> uh, fantastic. And return to Brass. A quick logistic question. How do you get the barrel that's now too big to come Could out I... of the Opening. Shove my hand in, think of the barrel, cast reduce, and then pull it out. <laughs> Works for me. Cool. Yay. Yeah. Do you still have a second level spell? I have left one to, more to left. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. I've cast uh, three spells it. this session, and they are all level two. <laughs> if Amazing. not, I had enlarge reduce yeah. repair. So. Oh, there you go. 
Uh, oh, you guys could have shrunk the Tlaxolotl twice. Could have. You can't. Does that uh, work? Creature can't be, can't under, be the effect under the effect of, of uh, twice. Oh, it can't? That's too no. bad. We had this question well, come I up. Have, I would have laughed. No, no, no. The D&D <laughs> developers simply lack vision. Yeah. <laughs> mm, I would have allowed it. That would have been fun. Okay. Anyway. Uh, I want to go back and save it, but I also don't want to get stabbed. <laughs> I mean, we come prepared next time. We can we blow the whole thing up. have been doing character... We have been doing well, so it was really only a matter of time before luck would shift. Oh my god, you're a bunch of Boy Scouts. That was clearly <laughs> a situation where we needed to be doing a crime and just okay with it. And you're like, no, we'll work with the Giants. And then like, no, we're not gonna work with the Gith because we're like antithetically opposed. We don't have to work with the Gith. Ah! You know what? It's fine. What's we a got Boy the... Scout? <sighs> <laughs> I understand that sometimes, typically, our jobs have been pretty normal. Red takes 1d6 psychic damage. Oh, Up till now, but Otto is not a noble guy, and I don't know how your lives have been up to this point, but mine has not been particularly noble, and that's the kind of shit that you gotta be okay with getting a little dirty for, or else it goes to shit like that. But if we're not okay with these kind of jobs, you gotta just be upfront in the future, or else we're gonna be trying to find noble solutions to jobs that just need to be down and dirty. Danny, I have had no problem doing jobs for Otto before. I had thought that the path with diplomacy would not end in that. I was wrong. I do not like Otto. I will be upfront with you on that. I do not like how he very clearly is trying to mask his authority and desire for control over us with a thin veneer of smiles and empty platitudes. I do not like how the moment I woke up, I have been entered into servitude to not even pay off the debt of my ship. I work for him now. I do not like that. Yeah. He's kind of the one part of this that sucks, you know? But I have not complained before. I have not. Believe me, if things had gone differently, I do not think there would have been a fight. But I was not well prepared, and I was just unlucky. And I am sorry that things went to that. I understand your anger, but... Do not doubt my loyalty to you and this group. If we, if we will do crime, we will do crime. Look, I'm not trying to justify Otto. I grew up with him, I know what he's like, and I'm used to it. And I get that it's frustrating. But the loyalty thing is kind of exactly the problem here. If we are going to be getting our hands dirty, that is not on the table. I care a lot about you guys, and I would rather we all get out of everything okay, but jobs like this mean that you have to be willing to sacrifice ideals sometimes, and I don't think that any of the three of you are really ready to do that. So if that is a, the case, we gotta leave that shit to Mandy. And that means maybe being more upfront with Otto about jobs like this. He's the worst, but he's also not completely unreasonable. I, look, I'm sorry, I got frustrated. I probably wasn't great at explaining myself in this case, and I'm the only one who has any context for Otto, but this just went wrong in exactly the ways I kind of thought it was going to, and I don't know, you guys care about your ideals over survival, so I don't want to make you sacrifice them in the future, but 
if we keep working for Otto the way we've been working for Otto, you're gonna have to get used to that. So something needs to give. And it's gotta be in either direction. I, to, I'll go to bat for our original plan. If I stealthed along with you, we would be caught a lot sooner. This was I... what I thought was the best compromise. But if you I... feel as though we were to be in a situation like this again, I'll go with what you say, no questions asked. I think we're, I think we're overthinking this. I mean, obviously that didn't go great. And I don't like the situation that Otto put us in. And, you know, given the choice, I wouldn't do this kind of thing. Um, but that's not really what bothers me. I just, I don't like how much of a hold Otto has on you and, and us because we, you know, I mean, you say loyalty doesn't factor into it, but wherever you go, we're gonna go, you know? It's not about, oh, I don't want to get my hands dirty. It's, you know, we wouldn't leave you alone doing something like this. Um, I just don't... I've... I've been in things like this before, where you know it's bad, and that's all you have to go on, that you know it's bad somehow, that you, you can feel that it's not right, even if everyone around you is acting like it is. And I don't want to put myself back there if I can help it, so. Finbar has kind of been nursing the, the wound um, <laughs> that he had earlier. Uh, so Please let another heal on that. <laughs> uh, you know what, yeah, no, we probably should have went with Danny's plan. Uh, uh, next time you, you, you gotta take lead on that. We'll, we'll make sure they keep you that much. But as for Otto, I have a plan to get that shit out from under him. Until, <gasps> what until you, that works out. What do you mean you have a plan to get that ship out from under him? It ain't gonna be easy. But the guild has some powerful connections, and I asked for a little favor on my way out. So, none of us agreed to that, Finbar. It's not your ship. It's not gonna be my ship when it gets free. It's gonna be our ship. It sounds like it's going to be the guild ship. It's easier to get it back from the guild than it would be from Otto. I'll tell you that much. Sindor, I appreciate the gesture. Because I know that I haven't been vocal. Or I know that I have been vocal for my disdain for Otto. But I am loyal to Danny and the rest of the crew. Which means that if Danny is loyal to Otto, by proxy, I need to do what he says. I had no intention of taking the ship from him as much as I would like to. I can say about it, I can say all I want and dream and wish, but if I have to get my hands dirty, if we have to get our hands dirty every so often in exchange for riding as freely as we do, then so be it. That's I do not really? think it is amiss to talk to Otto with you regards wanna, to... You want to keep doing jobs like this. No. I, I would, have no problems if, with doing them, but... If if I did... I will be completely frank. Yes. If I did not care for Danny a single bit, I would have taken the ship long Ooh. ago. And you would have never seen me. But Danny brought me back, and... As much as I hate to admit it, so did Otto. So you may say that loyalty should not factor into this, but that is the only reason why I'm complying with what we are doing. 
It's weird. You know, I... The only reason I got to you guys is because I broke my loyalty. And I... You know, that's what I always do when it gets, um... When I have to choose. And I... I don't want to... I don't want to have to make that choice between what I think is right and you, who... I, I've never had something like this before, and it was easy to leave there, but it, it wouldn't be easy here, and I don't want to think about that. So, if we could stop <laughs> um, thinking about that, that would be really nice. I don't know. Right, well, no one's talking about I splitting think... up the crew. Let's <laughs> get... I think we're in agreement that from now on, any jobs that we do on behalf of Otto, we will let Danny take part. Let me, uh... Let me talk to Otto. I think I can work something out. And, Kiana, Mm -hmm. to assuage your fears, there is nothing that will let me shake my loyalty to your group, to this crew. Yeah. All right. I, uh... Let's get back home. If you wanted to make an inside check on that, I do. I, I would literally, love to make an inside check on that. I waggled my fucking <laughs> magic to, for the audience. I, I waggled my little ring <laughs> finger because that's a that's a that's a pretty clear yeah. It's happening, baby. <laughs> well, that's a thirteen total. Um, How does uh, Verla feel? Does that feel like that? Uh, what kind of information, Noir, do you think a thirteen he, he would reveal? Can, he says it with as much conviction as he can, but you know that there is one other thing. That would, that could potentially shake his loyalty, but that shouldn't really be a problem right now. Virla hasn't made any indication that he wants to look for his old crew. Yeah. So, the information I have is that, and the thing I clocked earlier that you really, really, really wanted the ring. Uh, and yeah. that's that's all I've got to go on right now, and that's that's fine where it is, as far as I'm concerned. Fair enough. Amazing. Um. I assume we're back at the heap because we pulled the uh, metal out of the bag. Yes. Uh, yeah, yes. there's, yeah, this before, is, I Before we head is... back, wait, hold on, wait. No, we're, we weren't on the gondola, never mind. I thought that Mandy was listening to this whole conversation. Uh, oh, Jesus, Man- no. No, Mandy, Mandy's sort of your hand lawyer, but like, imagine someone who really doesn't want, it's just doesn't really, they don't really want the job at all. So yeah. you, it's easy enough for you before entering the heap to pull aside and kind of talk. Sure. Yeah. They need to get you know they go into a corner store to go buy another pack of smokes. <laughs> a Wawa. Uh no. <laughs> this is the city of Philadelphia. No 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 no. Um uh, if the group is kind of having their solid moment, Danny will start to sort of uh, trod off towards Otto's office to converse. You don't need to make it all the way to his office. Uh, he waits not that far inside the gates for all of you to arrive. Yeah. Um, it seems he's I mean, it's, did he know you were coming, or was he here? Like, it's a little unclear, but he certainly is there, and he's like, there, there's not a chance for you guys to all split up. He's found you oh. all as the it's four like, group. Oh, hey. Sounds like they're taking an emotionally loaded tete-a-tete over there. <laughs> Hope they hurry that up. You guys enter, <laughs> and not far beyond the entrance to the heap, there sits, or stands, Otto. Well, back very soon. I assume that's because you do your work so well. We got your bag of liquid would... metal. I'll do the whole reduce jump of, out of the bag, and then it grows big <laughs> again on the side. <laughs> You're going to need Zax for that one. 
I do not think you can hire us to take any more from that place again. We did not acquire yeah, going it back. diplomatically. Going back is going to be tough. Uh, sad to hear that, but, well, we're no worse off than we were before when it was only Mandy, and, well, we're going to make a pretty gold off of this one. Slaps the barrel. You did good work. Very happy to see that you pulled together and saw this job through with such efficiency, too. Very impressive. Anyway, I thought that uh, since you've done such a good job, uh, I would give you a little reward. I thought perhaps you deserved some time off. And I assume that that time off doesn't come with the ship. Oh, no. My ship will be staying here. Yeah, all right. Uh, Danny's going to run up, grab Otto's collar, and start dragging him (laughs) towards his office. We got to (laughs) talk. All right. Uh, Make it. Make a strength, make an athletics check. Athletics. Ooh. Is Danny good at this? Oh, man. He's fine. 19? 18 oh. plus 1? <laughs> uh, shit, actually, I rolled... <laughs> Jesus Christ, I have to look up some stats real quick. <laughs> you know, do, you, do you know how few numbers needed to be rolled that I would have to look up? Either, like, the, the odds were that <laughs> it was either going to be way too low or way too high for it to matter. And then when you rolled high, it almost certainly... Hold on, give me a sec. Okay. You could just for flavor it as like, oh, it's a, <laughs> it's a character moment. It's fine. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, you pull. Um, there's there's definitely some surprise kind of uh, taking him here, where uh, you you kind of get your moments. It sends Zax over as we go by, like, Zax, there's a giant pot of metal you need to get, and then throw Otto in his office, like, close the door. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excellent, Zach. Zach. Zach? <laughs> okay, the conversation happens off screen. Zach just goes to Zach's on the rest of the episode. I, I need to be clear. Zach can speak. Just, <laughs> just an or a few words. Yeah, I uh, love that about him. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, so you're going into the, fully going into the office. Yeah. Cool. Door slams. Pulls off. Straightens jacket. I want you to know that I allowed that. Sure you <laughs> I've worked for you for years because you helped me not die alone in the streets. Those guys are, would be fine not working for you. So if you want to keep pulling this bullshit and pushing me around, whatever. But you can't do it to them because they don't fucking get it. And also, they don't fucking care. We came very- You want to talk about bullshit? Oh, I'm sorry. Were you left alone for a few weeks with a job in the city that Mandy clearly couldn't do, so you just had to wait for the better talent to come around, and they brought you boons from several different places, including great connections in Sigil and some extra cash. Oh, sure. How terrible for you. Now you have all this liquid gold sitting around. It must be awful for you to have to have waited a few weeks for that when you've had your whole life to do better. But it's suddenly this one crew can do it for you in a few days. Get your shit together, man. I could walk away and work for anyone else in the city. No problem now. I don't owe you anything. And you don't even pay me enough to stick around. I do it because you were very good to me once. But me and the crew could be gone. We could make enough money to get the ship from you, no problem. Or, frankly, we could take it because I'll remind you that the one who fixed it up is me, 
And if we just shred the deed, you're done for. I don't care about doing shady shit, and I don't mind working for you. But you have been treating them all like they're me, and like they care about you, and that's not the case. Those three don't give a shit about you, Otto. Frankly, I'm starting not to either. So either start treating them like freaking human beings, or you're gonna find yourself with a ship that you can't maintain and no one's skilled enough to make it go fucking anywhere. You're back at a heap of scrap. Which, I don't know, looking around, seems like you've got too much of already. <laughs> There's a silence, a heavy one, as you finish all of that. Whether they or you care about me is frankly none of my concern. But the ship is the single greatest asset that the Heap has. Do you know you complain about how little you're paid? Do you know how much it costs to maintain and run even a place that's nicknamed the Heap in the city of Brass, the most wealthy city in all the planescape, so much so that it is carved from precious metals. Do you know what it costs to keep our prime real estate here on the docks? Do you know what it costs to feed the dozen people who live and work here, to keep them clothed and housed and fed? They don't get to go on adventures. This is their home. It's all they know. And their love, like yours, is none of my concern. Their safety and their livelihoods is love me or hate me when you take that ship and you gander about what you are costing them is opportunity and I know you don't want to do that I don't want a relationship to be strained I don't want your crew to loathe me I don't want you to abandon this but all those things are of no concern in the face of the responsibilities that I hold here so let me be very clear you will take your time off you will return under whatever leash I decide is most appropriate to seeing the Paraspora run as efficiently and effectively as it can. And you speak of tearing up a contract. Do you know where it's kept? Have you even the foggiest idea? Let me show you. He opens the door, pushes you outside. He says, <laughs> you see, he speaks to the air. I, Otto, Signature of contract 3133405. Call upon the Hall of Concordance to enforce the terms bound in the heart of law. You see there is um, a shimmer God and a clap <laughs> as there's like a vibration that spreads out the air and then collapses. You've seen Modrons before. So the, mm -hmm. uh, the design echoes. Uh, but this one is not a small sphere. Uh, this construct stands about 12 feet tall. 
it is the middle part is circular with one single eye, that Modron design, but it has huge arms that come down the sides, these heavy legs and spikes coming out of the silver body all around. In the center of its body under the eye, you see gold-plated, inside of which is inscription, the contract signed in the Hall of Concordance in Sigil, the Embassy of Utmost Law, with Otto's name, Virla's name, and uh-huh. signed underneath mm-hmm. it. Wait, hold on. You hold hear on. three three way ownership? Is that is that, no, that right? The Wait, the agreement is that he owns the ship and that you guys and like, have, we, like, we agreed okay. You agreed gotcha. to it gotcha. from yeah. You see this plane shifts in and you hear I am inevitable three one three three four <laughs> zero five dash F. In what manner may I enforce the bonds of our contract? Signator Otto. See, Otto says. Now, simply presence is enough. Please, watch the ship. People may walk on it, take what they need. I don't care. But if it moves a foot from the deck, bring it back. There's no words. The machine, the inevitable, just turns and stalks off through the heap. You see people like kind of step back as it walks through this imposing figure. He turns to you, he says, enjoy your time off. Take the sending stone. I'll let you know when we figured something out. Otto, I always really thought turns you back were into his office. the smartest guy I knew. I don't think that anymore. You're gonna push away the only goddamn person in this entire city, in the entire planescape, who knows how to keep that ship working. And you're gonna push away everyone on that ship who knows how to make it do good things. So I hope you enjoy your time off from us, because your ship is going to make no money. And you're gonna find yourself wishing that we were off there, getting on our little adventures in the planescape, messing things up making sure that you can maintain your little illusion of being the good guy around the heap. Have a nice vacation. I'll walk out. So what I'm hearing is two things. The heap needs to unionize <laughs> and we need to buy the heap. I can't believe we thought this was going to be the Virla season. I know, right? I know, right? <laughs> The only, the only thing, <laughs> the only thing is just a teaser in the beginning. Everything else is Danny, Ooh, baby. <laughs> we'll get to Viral at the end. <laughs> Fimbar, would you like I, to I imagine do? Fimbar watch, watches this thing materialize and sort yeah. of auto-enforce his will. Um, uh, and he's, he's going to walk up to Danny and be like, Danny, I know you're smart. Hmm? I know you're a little angry right now. But the Planescape is a big place. There's a lot of dangerous folks out there. Otto is nothing compared to some of the things that we are capable of with or without that ship. So, he's giving us some time off. We gotta come back better and harder. And we gonna do that together. And we gonna get back that ship. Alright? Finbar, I mean this with the greatest possible respect. 
but I've been taking care of myself from dangerous people for a heck of a lot longer than any of you have. And that ship's about the only thing that I've ever really cared about. So yeah, we're gonna come back better. But we're getting that ship. Alright, can I have been far enough away, um, but still close enough so that I could read the lips of that entire conversation? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> All right, y'all. Let's take a quick stop. I gotta go pick something up. Okay. Oh, you're uh, cool. oh. I'm gonna go back to the. <laughs> you. I'm gonna go back to the Paraspora, uh and just check that everything is there in my room. <laughs> well, I gotta get plugged. Um, you see, uh, everything is fine, untouched. Um, plug, uh, comes to you, and kind of like. He's been alone for, like, half, most of the day, right? So, like, kind of does, like, a circle, you know, the yeah. rubbing on your legs circular, oh. and then goes to jump up on your hammock. Uh, as mm -hmm. Plug is midair, um, everything oh, slows <laughs> down, goes black and white, yeah. and freezes around you. As mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's still the middle uh, of the season. Stepping up from <laughs> next to you, uh, Mistra, who has cast Time Stop, <laughs> says to you, Yes, yes, yes. Wow. So far, so good, I would say. That was good? <laughs> this I'm glad your bar is that low. This is going to be great. one hell of a season. Oh, my it's God. Like we're duking it out for who said it is. <laughs> oh, no, this is I this hope is there wasn't so anything good. important in the volcano you wanted me to find. There was a fucking Teshalotl in there. No, you did quite well there. Oh. Okay. It was... Is this... Experience. Inform <laughs> for you. I'm sure. She just needs okay. you to be higher level, man. Uh, don't worry. Is this I around the that, time that you would give? I know that this, this scenario. She waves to her ship. Don't worry. I know that this scenario seems troubling, but we have a bargain. I will see to um, making this work in our favor. In the meantime, you have business to attend to in Mechanus. I am aware. We will speak again. Well done. Uh, oh, what? I, oh. <laughs> she, she pauses this, as she turns is this around. Door. Have I been have I been given information yet? Or is that still yet to come? If this is, if this is a soft ball, then you're really making me work for it, which is what I asked for, and so I cannot complain. You'll get information when you start asking the right questions. Oh. <sighs> yes, lady. Ooh. Goodbye. Everything Ooh. comes back to color. Plug lands in the hammock and <laughs> sneeze. Uh, I think that's where we're going to go ahead and close uh, episode one yeah. of uh, season three. Woo! Next God, episode, one... Tales of the Planescape. Everyone's going to get their own solo adventure. Wait, literally, oh! you took Alpha away from us. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, you should have seen this coming. 
You talk oppo away from yeah. us. For those All at home, right. you have to know that we were discussing options for our own Tales of Bossing Say episode, uh, and none of us anticipated that our oppo would be stolen to facilitate it. <laughs> no, we should have figured we that out. We should have Yeah. So, yeah. Next week, highly experimental, super excited. Hope people had fun. Uh, oh my goodness, what a what a. Oh my oof, this is gonna be great. Oh man, what oh Danny, a... uh, Danny, take an inspiration for that role play. That was Yikes. phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, uh, hell yeah. Uh, sure. Uh, real quick, um, <laughs> you you absolutely get because we're gonna pick up in media res for each of these uh, downtime activities. So uh, go okay. ahead and pick up your acorn though. That is taken care of. Uh, I'll have to look <laughs> and see if you still owe gold, but um, if you if uh, we can just take care of that off. Uh, what camera. is the acorn? And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's it's the golden fleece for? Touche. Oh, that's so good. All right. Uh, wow. Thank you guys for coming along. Uh, it's so exciting to be back. Um, oh crap. Uh, poor Tleshalotl. Um, I love that little I, guy. I tried. Uh, yeah, this tale of. We don't really was... have a laundry list of things we got to return yeah. to between like stranger the the Tleshalotl. You guys went to a no win. This was a no win scenario. That was the whole challenge of, of this. Yeah. There was. Like the giants weren't gonna like you, the gith weren't gonna like you, and stealing yeah. it yeah. was not gonna be easy. Like there was there there was no good option. You guys had to wear that was Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Otto would Otto wouldn't have needed you if there were good options to take, you know. I can't believe you Kobayashi Maruda. <laughs> yeah, but we should have could it. We should have found a way to make us we should we should have found a way. I think excessive violence might have worked eventually, but not without some casualties. I... Not with that fucking Zellian, sword. Oh boy. No. He he got me down to 19 in one hit. I would not survive another round. Mm-hmm, I took mm-hmm. 60 yeah. points. Those okay. are the, the Gith Yankee Gish are the yeah. uh, the masters of, of combat and arcane or psionics for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are like, they're about as badass as an indi- They're like one man armies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it wasn't our fault for splitting yeah, the party. But... You were just being uh, an ass. <laughs> uh, they, they put him to, he killed three fire giants. <laughs> Who are also no joke, by the way. Yeah. 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 (laughs) That's why I thought they were bluffing. Because (laughs) that's ridiculous. Sometimes they don't not wear armor because they're pacifists. Sometimes in D and D, you gotta fuck around and find out. Usually, that means that Danny does some area of effect damage, and this time it meant that we found out. So join us next week (laughs) as we (laughs) do that shit again. Yeah. Oh Oh my my god, God. I'm so excited. Oh. Feel adventure, Woo. Danny adventure, Pimbar adventure, Kiana adventure. It's so exciting. Yeah. Thank you everyone for coming. Uh, see you for the rest of the season. Uh, bye. 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 Uh. Thanks for listening to this week's adventure on Rolling with Difficulty. We'll be back next week with a new installment, but if you miss us before then, check out the Rolling with Difficulty Discord. Chat with other fans, check out some cool fan art, and more. Got a question for the pod? Feel free to email us at rollwithdifficulty at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate us and leave a review on your preferred podcast platform. And if you really enjoyed the show, consider becoming a patron for even more exclusive content. Links to all this and more can be found on the show notes below.